0: Tremendous brunettes around All them tremendous brunettes All them tremendous brunettes around Slow down, don't fuck with my eye I want to be left alone here with my monsters and Say now it's time to ride To see lovely girls and to not put the moves on them all them tremendous brunettes around, all them tremendous brunettes, all them tremendous brunettes around a baby genius, she skips in the shade of a lonely sour apple tree, while she snaps on her gun, The gleaming teeth, bare down the shine that she shows to me. Tremendous brunettes around, all them tremendous brunettes around. Tremendous brunettes around, all them tremendous brunettes around. 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 All of your ill-gotten gains that you have whipped up to where its foamy lather, girl. All of my pain, like a hundred trumpets, and just one is out of tune. All them tremendous brunettes around. All them tremendous brunettes around. All them tremendous brunettes around. All them tremendous brunettes all them tremendous brunettes around. Uh, yeah. around All them tremendous brunettes around All them tremendous brunettes All uh, them tremendous brunettes around All them tremendous around All them tremendous brunettes around All them tremendous brunettes Them tremendous
1: around. around. Hell yes. Coming
2: to you live from the Salty Dog Bar in Meredith City, the hottest spot in all of LFT 926. It's Elite Week. On Radio Free. Galactica Channel
1: 07. Hell yes, that song was All Them Tremendous Brunettes, and that's dedicated to two specific Tremendous Brunettes right right away. Uh, First, we got Katie Byrne, the lovely and talented who has just joined the cast. Say hello, Katie.
3: Hello, everybody. Um, it's an honor and a privilege to be a member of the team.
1: Absolutely. We're, we're honored to have you. And tell us what you're drinking tonight.
3: I am drinking just just a classic uh, vodka and Coke tonight.
1: There you go. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. The other tremendous brunette that that song was uh, sort of honoring is uh, uh, Wally. Wally uh, Wally Funk. Who will tell you a little bit more about coming up? Uh, I think Wolf's got some stuff to tell you about the amazing Wally Funk. But uh, also joining us tonight, we've got Roy Cookson. Say hello, Roy.
4: Hello, everyone. Glad you're here with us. We got a great show.
1: Absolutely. What you drinking, Roy?
4: I'm I'm drinking uh, the classic uh,
1: vodka and coke without the coke. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. You're going <laughs> at it hard. I'm I'm. I'm not going at it slow by any means, but uh, I have had something to eat, so it's not going to hit me as hard as last week. I want to just real quick say, man, did I make an ass out of myself last week drinking on an empty stomach. So uh, sorry for anybody who I saw plenty of people in the comment section of the videos that were like, oh my God, that was great. That was hilarious. That was fun. I saw some people in the comment section that said, wow, man, you went a little too hard. Maybe slow down. So yeah this is fair, it's a fair, it's a fair comment. Uh, ooh, that's nice. We also have with us tonight, Commander Tweet. Say hello, Tweet. Hello, everybody. Friday night, ready to have some fun. Hell yes. What you drinking, Tweet? What kind of, do you have some kind of special berry coffee or some kind of, I love your coffees, they're so nice.
5: Uh... Back around to the strawberry cheesecake coffee with a little bit of French vanilla creamer in there. But I have my 6 and 20 whiskey ready to go for a little bit later.
1: Holy cow. They sent me multiple bottles and they did not last anywhere near as long as yours. So good good on you. Wow. Um, <laughs> right on. And-
2: Clearly they understand logistics for you, Kai.
1: Yeah. Okay. 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 And we've got Wolf Dragon. Say Hi
2: hello to all the beautiful people i have beat tweet to the punch and i already have my 6 and 20 old money on the rocks
1: that's see this is why chig you're on the wrong show we got listeners that send us bottles of booze legit that's whole mm, you gotta get on this chig hello brother how you doing
6: good evening and i am drinking uh a great Canadian whiskey called uh, Crown Royal left over from camping last weekend. Nice. And the last time I drank on, you know, while, during a recording, I declared Kraft Singles the greatest cheese
1: ever invented. So I don't know if it's <laughs> good that I'm
6: drinking tonight, <laughs> just, just for the record.
1: Dude, Crown Royal brings back memories to me from when I was about seven or eight years old. Uh, my uncle... Who he had like a D&D game. They played like D&D with their, their buddies or whatever. Uh, he let me join the game, and I was sort of like their mascot. I was like a little, you know, I was a little kid. And uh, he gave me a Crown Royal, like those velvet bags, and he gave nice. me like a handful of his dice, and I just felt, oh, yeah. as like a little gamer nerd kid, I just felt so honored. Like I had my little Crown Royal bag with my dice in it, and I was just super super happy and yeah uh you know late years later i got a very cool sort of like leather pouch with a dragon on it and one of those like ren Faire type jobbies uh and it's a great dice pouch it, it doesn't get used anymore i guess with the lockdown and whatnot but it's a great pouch but it doesn't it doesn't hold the magic of that old crown royal bag so yeah
6: and the crown royal bag can hold a lot of dice that's the same thing i did and i'm older than you by a fair amount. I had the same thing as a little kid, a crown royal bag with my dice in it, so Hell good yeah. memories there.
1: Hell yeah. Wolf, hop in on this.
2: Yeah, funny story. I actually, at a wedding, gave the bride one of those crown royal velvet bags but for the mini bottles mm-hmm. and uh, declared that it was for her husband's balls so they don't roll around in her purse needlessly. <coughs> it was hilarious. She was utterly offended. It was a great night
1: hell yes hell yes all right so that is the crew and what we're drinking tonight um and and just once again i want to just extend it an extra uh you know special welcome to katie she is joining us as part of the regular crew now she'll be with us every Aww. week and i'm super super thrilled for it i hope you guys are too um thank you kai no worries no worries it's my pleasure <laughs> So what do we got on t- on tap tonight? We've got two billionaires and the baddest bitch on the planet are going to space in the next two weeks. Holy cow. We've got more things to do in Elite than you could manage in 100 hours. We've got underground lakes on Mars. What? We've got the Star Citizen PTU Wave 1 gets access to Orison and Crusader. It's not NDA'd, so there's footage all over the place of this great stuff. We've got My Journey to conca- Conquer, No Man's Sky, and Big Changes for the Channel. All this and more, so stay
4: tuned. If you're listening to us on the podcast and would like to see the live show and visuals, check us out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Elite and on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Elite If you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch and would like to know how to catch us on our podcast, check out anchor.fm forward slash Elite Week.
5: For sending us your thoughts by email, you can reach us at EliteWeek3306 at gmail.com. Our very active and growing Elite Week
4: Discord can be found at tinyurl.com forward slash Elite Discord, where you can check out or contribute to community feedback, resources on turning the wheel, and real-time updates about Elite from a variety of content creators. In addition to the Discord community feedback channel, feel free to write in our YouTube comments Anything about the topic of the week, as well as anything else you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Also, if you're enjoying the show on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe and click on the bell. It really helps us out. On Twitch, a follow would be much appreciated. If you're on Twitter... Feel free to follow at Elite Week 3306 for news and information about Elite Dangerous and cool sci-fi and space news.
5: We record live on YouTube every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 1 a.m. UTC, so come and join in on the fun.
4: If you're listening to us on the podcast, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you use. And let us know if there's a format you want us to look into.
5: We don't do Patreon, so save your money and just tell your friends about the show. You're listening to Elite Week. This is Burger Ant.
3: Subscribe if you want. Who
1: fucking cares? Hell yes. Hell yes, Burger Ant. Uh, I forgot in all of the getting going, what everybody's doing and whatnot, and and, uh, apologizing for being an idiot last week, I forgot to say I'm drinking a little uh, Dragon's Milk, and to go with it, I think it pairs nicely. I got some Pops McCann triple distilled single-grain Finished in an American bourbon barrel, 80-proof, uh, old-style, pre-prohibition whiskey. And, uh, yeah, that is that is good to sip. So, yeah, I'm going to be enjoying it. All right, so let's get things rolling here. Let's start off with uh, the uh, Elite Week show segment. So, right off the bat, um, I want to go ahead and say... Let- I'm going to play an asset while we do this. I'm going to play video one. This video is uh, courtesy of Commander Sanderling uh, from Fly Dangerous. Uh, you know, Yuki is, uh, uh, cre- has created this. Uh... Oh, why is it not playing the video? Hold on. Um, hmm. All right, sorry about that. There was a small technical difficulty. All right, so what you're seeing on the screen here is Commander Sanderling hooning around in Fly Dangerous, the absolutely free game that you can download on GitHub. We will have links in the show notes to all of it. Uh, Yuki Bomb, uh, another badass chick, made this game basically to sort of uh, give people the ability to stay hooning after uh, the planet tech sort of changes and and we we sort of lose that from from uh elite uh so yeah we're gonna play that in the background we talk about the stuff that's coming up here right off the bat let's uh let's address the fact that i think it's time that we change the name of the channel guys i don't know what you guys think but i've been kicking around some ideas and i think it's uh as i've said Mm -hmm. on the discord and i've had people say questions like hey what about this what about that and honestly some of the people have been doing it sort of passive aggressive and i've told them hey fuck off how about if you want to be aggressive be really aggressive and come at me otherwise you just bore me but uh the people some people have said it like like in an honest you know like sincere way like hey i think it could be cool if you do this or that and it's like you know what you're right i think uh that's a good thing i think we should we should definitely, what platform is Fly Dangerous on? F- fly Dangerous is just, it's PC. Uh, it's literally just a free thing that you download on GitHub and you can fly around as much as you like. And hoon and fly crazy and, and get good at FA off. And but if you look here, the new video that they put up, they, they've been changing this stuff. Uh, Yuki, she's added like... If you see like the clouds in the background and whatnot, and like now they have where you can fly at sunset or sun sunrise, and it's it's just beautiful, beautiful stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it's time we change the channel name, guys. Uh, I've been kicking around the idea, and I haven't really changed, like, settled on one specific thing. Um, I like I like uh, Black Sky Legion is the name of our group, like our sort of player group that we've taken with us and we've spread. Black Sky Legion exists in uh, uh, as a squadron in Elite Dangerous. It also uh, exists in Star Citizen as an org. Now we'll get to that later. It also is going to exist in No Man's Sky as a huge mega base that we're going to have our, our our Black Sky Legion clubhouse. Um, a lot of people are 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 into that, and I like that name in general. Uh, just a quick whatever when I first started it. I literally created i wanted to create a group so i created a channel in the uh discord the elite week discord and it was like a special black ops group and i gave it my old pvp team name which was when fat kids attack and uh i thought it was funny and i always liked that name uh some people were bummed out by it whatever so i was like okay yeah i guess i gotta be, you know i'm a marine I'm, I'm you can't take me anywhere But it's like all right we gotta come up with something else so i thought. Hey man, I was watching, I was re-watching for like the ninth time at that point uh uh the Expanse, and they had the Black Sky faction of belter loaders, and I was like, I like Black Sky. What about Black Sky Legion? That sounds cool. So that's how that came out. I like Black Sky Legion as a name. Um, I also really kind of liked Space Gamer News, like make the rename the channel Space Gamer News. Um I've also had people say, you know, galactic water cooler, cause we already call the show galactic water cooler. The only thing I don't like about that is that there was apparently a podcast called galactic water cooler, like a decade or two ago. That was about the TV show, uh, what, uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, so there's lots of names or whatever floating out. I'm putting out an open call right now to the cast, you know, the crew of the show and everybody listening Come join the Elite Week Discord, go into general, ping me with ideas for names or whatever. Um, Everybody in the panel here, I want to go around real quick and uh, let's start with Roy. You got any names that that jump out at you? Feel free to say no if nothing does, but Mm, I want to give it some thought. I
4: think it's important. Um, Right. I think think branding is a big deal and I'm going to think about that.
1: All right, Katie, anything hop out at you that you like?
3: I share Roy's attitude to this, that it... Obviously, the branding is extremely important, and I have a few ideas, but I certainly need to give it more thought um, before committing to something.
1: No worries, uh, Wolf. What do you think?
2: Fuck it! I'll go be reckless and say this week on the Event Horizon.
1: Ooh, that's cool. But there Ooh. was there was a there was a, a name. Uh, uh, there was a like a horror movie called the Re- Event Horizon. A movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yep. balls but I, I still movie. like it i still like it i like the name tweet what do you think
5: uh, i'm kind of with roy and katie on this i feel like we want to get this right and i don't want to
1: I, I don't really have
5: anything off the top of my head and uh, possibly a few ideas but i think we want to nail this on on the money
1: okay okay uh and of course i see chig you've got a, a, a suggestion here
6: a leading mcstar face
1: a Egl- leading Egl- Egl- yeah. McStarface right now.
5: Sold. That's it. Right do now it. that
1: that's, that's in the, it's in, Hey, Top it's in the, the running. It's in the running. <laughs> so hop in on, um, make sure that you, you, you know, join the discord, uh, is in the show notes, uh, come over. And also too. every week at the end of the show, we hop into the discord and we do an after party where we are all just in there in chat and people hop in and they're like, yeah, I want to, I wanna, you know, just come in here. I, you said this. I love you for that. Or you said that. How could you get it so wrong? Come talk to us, man. It's cool stuff. We're just people. It's all good. It's 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 just it's very relaxed. It's very very chill. Um, all right. So that's the first thing. Channel rename. It's happening. We got to figure it out. We got to come up with a good one. We're, we're gonna take submissions when we find good ones. We might put out a poll. I might just be, you know, keep it just to the crew because, I mean, it is our thing. So we work hard on it, uh, but I, I want to be sort of inspired by people's, like, suggestions and choices. And maybe maybe something like Event Horizon hits us out of nowhere and it's like, ooh, that sounds cool. Um, another thing, uh, next up on, on channel news, I kind of want to go around the squad. I feel like... Um, I feel like in addition to being sort of drunk last week, I also am starting to slip back into the um two th- well, okay, two issues. First, um I did a show, we did a show a couple weeks ago where I said like two weeks ago, three weeks ago where I said, "Hey, I'm going to let go of the salt with regard to elite." And then last week, I mean, like legit when we got to the point where we heard the news that it's like yeah, all of the promises of updates on... I don't need to explain it again, you know. I felt lied to, and the salt made a return. And I was super negative and venomous when I kind of am trying to like get past that. So, But I mean, I'm human. And I feel like we all fuck up, and, and I fucked up. And, and, and it can happen to anyone. And when it does, the important thing is to own up to it honestly and say, hey, I said I was going to let go of the salt. I didn't that was untrue i lied right there i didn't intend to lie but i fucked up and i'm gonna number one own it and be honest about it number two make a plan to do better and number three work on that plan so that's me talking to you guys I know that we have Elite Dangerous fans who don't play Star Citizen, don't play No Man's Sky, are feeling super bummed right now because of the state of Elite and the state of certain aspects of the community within Elite, and they don't want to be bummed out. So I want to do a good job of bringing you guys Elite news and talking about Elite stuff in a way that you can enjoy without being bummed. So I'm going to rededicate myself to working on that. And then lastly... I've got a huge personality and I just run over shit if I don't really get on myself about it. So I want to take a moment to literally refocus on the crew on the other amazing, wonderful, sexy human beings. that are here with us that work on this every week. And we're going to start with, uh, actually we're going to start with tweak. We're going to do Roy last cause Roy has a video component to his, so we're gonna start with Tweaked. Tweak, my man, let's let's talk about a little bit about your journey in life this week and some cool and interesting things that are happening with you. Anything new with Tweak this week? Yeah,
5: yeah, something kind of came about
1: uh, this week, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah? Why don't you
5: tell me a little bit yeah. about it? Well, I um what what day was that? I think it was Tuesday monday tuesday i don't know one of the days earlier in the week i i got up and i noticed i got a whole lot of pings on my discord Mm -hmm. and and so i'm looking at messages where a lot of people were asking how they could donate funds to help me get a pc so that i could play enjoy and help cover star citizen Mm. so after some deliberations and some discussions i decided to go ahead and do it and i created a gofundme which To my amazement, I I set a $2,000 limit on it, a goal on it. And as of about 10 minutes before showtime, it seems to have hit that mark in less than five days. So I'm incredibly humbled and stunned at the news and everything. And uh, that means before long, as soon as I can get one sent to me, I'll be on the PC playing Star Citizen with everybody looking forward to that. I can't thank everybody enough for that.
1: So I want to say a couple of things here. I want to jump in on this and say, number one, this was not Tweak's idea. Multiple people came to me and said, we need to do this. We need Tweaked in Star Citizen. And I said, okay, that's cool. That's very nice of you. That's very kind. You should talk to Tweak about it. And then it's sort of kind of whatever. And then Again, and somebody reached out and somebody reached out. And after like the fifth person, I literally stopped just being general and saying, Hey, you should reach out to Tweak and talk to him. I posted in our Discord, in the Elute Week Discord, saying, Here's the thing. Here's a message I've gotten from many people. Here's one guy who's saying it. It's the thing that needs to happen. I've told them, I don't, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm weird with money, man. I stay away from money. I don't want to be sort of directly involved in that aspect of it, but I, 100% give my full support to um, sort of having this um, like be a thing. But you need to do it properly, which means contact Tweak directly, make sure that he would be okay with it. Again, just to be absolutely clear, Tweak did not solicit this in any way. This was more people in the community coming to me, me saying, "All right, enough is enough. Let's make this happen," and posting it in the thing, and then people basically berating Tweak, saying, "Start this thing already. We want to be a part of this." And you guys are fucking lovely uh, and and wonderful, and I am so like proud and humbled by the community that you guys have helped out. Tweak just just. I don't want to get into any deep, like super, super details. But the fact of the matter is, is tweaked is a working guy with a family, including a special needs kid. He didn't sort of mention any of that to anyone. And I, 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 I get it. I respect it, whatever. But I just want to say, like, I didn't want to mention it like sort of beforehand. But after the fact, since this thing is already done, I can just say this is a situation where as a hardworking family man with, uh, You know with a special needs kid he just was in a situation where like he never was gonna ask for it but like he just like some of us like me i'm single with a with a with you know no wife no kids no anything to spend my money on i just get whatever i want whenever i want it but like for him in the situation he was in what you guys have just done is such a fucking beautiful thing and i'm gonna shut up now and let tweak talk a little more
5: Yeah, I got to say, like I said, I'm just, I'm incredibly stunned and humbled. I never expected anybody to help me get a PC so I could do this. Uh, What you guys have done is you've allowed me with these funds to be able to get, to the best of my knowledge, a computer that will run Star Citizen pretty well. And from what I understand, if it can run Star Citizen, it'll probably run just about anything up to and including maybe even Odyssey. Um, it should run Odyssey. If, if it goes <laughs> over, then I'll future-proof the computer to best of my possibilities. And, and we'll just make sure that I can stay that way for the foreseeable future. So I'm excited to join the PC. I'm excited to get into Star Citizen. We'll talk about that in a little while. I would like to say I am staying on Xbox for Elite Dangerous. I have a squadron that I helped run with 158 members at last count. I'm not abandoning them. I'll still be around there, but I am excited for this journey onto the PC.
1: Hell yeah. Good I can't thank
5: everybody enough.
1: Good for you, brother. And and I know when we get to the to the No Man's Sky section, you and I are going to just go off because we're going to have so much fun in that game. Uh, Chig, you had something to add.
6: I, I just wanted to say it's super cool that, you know, the contributions came in like that to get him uh you know on PC join the PC Master Race but i think uh people since it hit the goal shouldn't stop giving some money because i think you know getting him some flight sticks and in the whole experience might be a you know pretty badass gesture just I- saying
1: I, uh, yeah. So it, I, f- this is so weird because it's like, literally, we never even plucked this on the show. It literally completed before we got a chance to get around to it. We started it, I think on Tuesday and you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like four days, not even four full days later. It's just, yeah, it's done. But, um, yeah, if you want to throw in a couple bucks and tweak can get, uh, I highly recommend just like, if, I mean verples are like crazy stupid money and i love them i my hello my verples let me pet you right now you're so beautiful um I'm but with you, man. but but an x52 pro is a legit awesome solid hardcore like really good system uh to go with it's what i had before my verples and and i loved it so yeah man you whatever I'm sure tweak it'll all work out and whatnot but I just want a huge salute to everyone in the community and huge congratulations to tweak for for being able to continue with us on this journey and to try new stuff and I want to say very clearly this is not at all a condemnation of elite dangerous elite dangerous is a great game it's going through some rough patch right now but it's a great game and it <clears throat> it will be great going forward I, I I have faith that they'll pull it out. So let's hop on to Wolf. Wolf, tell, me, tell us a little bit about your journey in Elite this week or or in games in general, in life.
2: I've been spending a lot of time finally catching up on some IRL stuff that mm-hmm. I've been having to uh, put off a bit running the BGS for Black Sky Legion. And mm-hmm. now that we're on to the next phase, I got some breathing room, so that's awesome. I started the process today but did not finish i'm hoping to get to it later tonight definitely tomorrow of actually playing star citizen and seeing what that is all about um i've not watched a whole lot of videos so i'm going in not totally blind but i want to experience it as a new player not just a an elite refugee um i get it i want to give it i want to give it its fair shake i think it's Definitely deserving of at least that. Um, and we're going to see how it goes. I'm um, really, really looking forward to doing new stuff, different stuff, and the same stuff in different
1: ways. Right on. And uh, Katie, why don't you tell me a little bit about your journey this week? I've been enjoying your video. <laughs>
7: every
1: Everyone right now, before we even let Katie talk, I'm going to tell you this go and subscribe to the commanders will and kate channel yes she's putting out every day i've the chat is just on fire with through the whole thing like people are like i can't wait till katie sees orison oh my god katie breaking out of jail oh my god katie this kid you are a fan favorite the crowd loves your (laughs) your star citizen content
3: well i i i uh, to you know to mirror what what wolf said really that i I went into the I went into Star Citizen very very ignorant of its progress, and um, because I think as as many elite players, Star Citizen was just something that essentially I just ignored. You know, it was just it was something that was miles from being finished, and uh, it was something other people played. And then obviously I I decided to give it a go and found it was actually a lot further along than I expected. There were bugs, but it is. It's quite, a, as a new player especially, and if you are going in blind, it can be an overwhelming experience. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun learning it and, mm. and discovering things. My week, though, did start with Elite, with, Elite, mm-hmm. um, with Skunkworks took on, Skunkworks' event this week was a Sidewinder-only Hydra Hunt. Nice. <laughs> we have about five or six people there. Um and we, we were successful with some difficulties, but we were successful, yeah. Mm. Um I've not been playing as much elite lately, but I'm not giving up on it. I think it's I think that it's beneficial to have three space games. Oh yeah. Because I picked up I picked up No Man's Sky as well this week.
1: Oh, so good.
3: <laughs> um, not played it much yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Okay.
1: Well, I'm telling you right now, like, obviously your work with the AX, like just for people who might not know, who might be like, and I'm sure there's not many because you're, you're very, very popular. But for anyone who might be looking at this saying like, oh, okay. Yeah. You play elite. All right. Uh, Yeah. No, she doesn't just play elite. She is the number one ace on the AXI's all time (laughs) leaderboard. This is a badass bitch that can outfly you any day of the week, and just, I just, I don't. Maybe I don't. It's the way sometimes Americans talk and be whatever. When I say badass bitch, that is the highest compliment that I can <laughs> give someone. That is saying I want to be you when I grow up, because I can tell you right now that if Katie and I were to go head to head, she would bury me in a second, and uh, her, her, her exploration of star like legit the elite content awesome the exploration of star citizen content is taking off like a rocket it is amazing and i look forward to her content in no man's sky as well as she continues to progress this show elite week and whatever it turns out to be eventually is not about tearing down any of the things what you just said about hey man, I think all three are great. And you know what? Even more, I I, I look at, I'm going to get into X4. I want to get into, you know, this game and that game. I want to take this community on a journey where it's not about being anti-something. It's about celebrating many things. And basically, as space gamer nerds, I want us all to celebrate all of the things. And Katie, I think, embodies that on such a high level. So I'm just thrilled that she's with us. (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's lovely to be here, Kai. And thank you very much. That is very kind of me.
1: <laughs> right on. Right on. All right, Chig, tell us a little bit about your journey this week. What you've been doing. Anything good? Anything bad? Anything Anything in any, any games? It's all good.
6: Mm, well, uh, FDev has done a really good job at selling a lot of copies of Star Citizen. Um, I've started that little journey. I'm, I don't know, maybe three, four hours in. It's mm-hmm. definitely... It's, you know, quite the learning curve. I mean, it. I don't think it's quite a dangerous level. I mean, their key bindings are quite interesting. Figuring that out, but hmm. I've had a lot of fun of it. A lot of fun with it. But I mean, like Dubs over at Loose Screws, he. I'm telling you, I mentioned it on our show last night. Mm-hmm. I think he bought the game, has had it like forty eight hours, and has played probably sixty. So he's <laughs> he's he's dove in with both feet. Um, you know the bugs obviously but they make you click something every single time you log on that you know hey there's going to be bugs it's an alpha obviously (laughs) so it's it's a lot of fun i've been doing that i also have been playing i don't know seven days to die and the battlefield games i don't i i used to play elite dangerous 95 percent of the time now i'm finally not as disgruntled as I was, so I'm getting back into CQC. I uh, I know you're you're aware I play a whole lot of CQC, but oh, other yeah. people
1: might not know that. Um And now with coming... you with you having your days off where you're you're free in the early hours, you're able to jump on as you were saying last night on the excellent episode of Loose Screws. You said, Hey man, I'm able to actually jump on in UK afternoons, which is UK afternoon evening, which is when the sort of better cqc players generally play
6: yes and now i'm running the dual verbal sticks um learning you know a little muscle memory i'm overcoming to get better with that but holy crap that's freaking amazing and then star citizenships obviously with the dual sticks runs super smooth so mm-hmm. i i'm doing a lot of that we're actually going to do tuesday night uh we're going to do 7 p.m central time u.s we're going to do a CQC event. Anybody who wants to come play some CQC, uh, you know, beginners, uh, if you're an absolute expert, hell, if Musketeer wants to come, just show up. We're just going to play a lot of CQC and play probably the, um, you know, capture the flag and stuff, the ones that you can never find a match for. We're going to do some of that and have a lot of fun. Anybody's welcome. Come to our Discord or just start queuing after 7 p.m. on Tuesday. You'll find people to play with. So I just throw that out there, too.
1: Beautiful. All right. And that takes us to Papa Roy. Roy, I'm going to bring up your asset. There we go. It's on the screen. Yeah.
4: Go for um, it, Roy. Well, I'll just quick say at the beginning, I haven't given up on the lead either, but I'm t- still taking a break from it. And I'll keep checking back in on it when and if improvements to planet tech occur. Um, so after the show last week and also later in the weekend, I played some star citizen with some members of our community uh, in particular, like a shout out, Earth Serpent, Lady Rain Cloud, Elix, Graybeard, and also Adaxius—they were uh, present or observing for the hijinks I'm about to explain. Um, one of the one of the first things, uh, you know, they were really eager uh, to show me some things in game. Um, with some of them having much more experience than me in Star Citizen. And one of the first things, which you're probably seeing on the screen now, is went down, I think it was the surface of Hurston, and they did a high speed pass with a fighter and the audio just blew me away. It was like, it totally reminded me of being at a military air show. Really well done. And then a dust storm came up and the way the lights shone through the the volumetric dust was incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we jumped into an investigation mission, which is like a salvage mission at a crashed ship. And we were surprised to find another player ship there. It was actually a Mercury Star Runner, which is the analog in star citizen of the millennium falcon shares a lot of features with it um Mm -hmm. amazing amazing ship and at first we were wondering if maybe somebody had come to the same mission and it died so we're like hey can we get into that ship so we i ran down there i was poking around it and it turns out (laughs) some people kind of came back on chat after they saw me crawling over the top of their ship with guns drawn Um, they were actually playing chess there's a real live chess set inside the ship that you can play Mm -hmm. and they were just waiting for the sun to come up so that was super cool um so then i purchased be, a ship just mm-hmm. real
1: quick to be clear because you explained this earlier and i want to make sure it conveys they were on a mission that required it to be daytime since they landed there at night they're like oh we'll just kill some time hanging out in the lounge playing chess so that was why yeah. they were just it's not like they flew there just to play chess
4: yeah yeah, yeah. No, no no um and some of the pictures you probably see now there's a ship that i've been uh, really looking forward to buying. It's the Talon, the Asperia Talon. It's it's sort of shaped like a bird of prey. Um, funny thing, um, so I was uh, at that point hanging out with Audaxius and I was like, oh, come look at my new ship. And after I bought it, I realized there was a bug in the game, and I had two of them. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like Maybe there's a way we can both figure out how to fly these, even though they're both mine. And um, so he, he flew up in his ship, and he was able to EVA out of his ship into my second copy of my ship. And then the two of us went on uh, another another mission with that where we were, uh, it was actually another sort of investigation mission, but this time in space. So we were EVA-ing in space to look at you know we we're flying past dead bodies and looking at stuff in the ships and stuff was all blown apart. Super cool, mm. uh, you know, hijinks in in zero g EVA. Uh, and then we finished it off with uh, like a cave FPS mission, which again the, the audio design, the visual design, um, super atmospheric. uh, genuinely spooky and suspenseful and um had just the right level i think of difficulty although i probably added to it when i accidentally shot a in the back sorry about that <laughs> um but uh he got over it and we we continued on it just it occurred to me like even with the duplication of the ships you know that was a bug but it became another way for us to have some emergent gameplay so i, I thought that was i thought that was super cool and Adaxius i think is about two or three weeks uh uh behind me in his journey in star citizen so it was all new for him and it was it was fun for me and i think it's fun for a lot of people who are seeing people come over from elite to um take them around to all this stuff and just watch them have these experiences it's like what what you see in, in, in katie's videos where there's just this awe and wonder and oh my god i can't believe this is possible in this game and yeah it has bugs it's not perfect there's all kinds of stuff we could talk about but it checks so many of the boxes of things that people we're wishing from from either odyssey or or elite in general and i think it's just it's just magical if you have the opportunity to to see that to do that watch katie's videos um be with someone who's going through this for the first time it is just such a fun
1: experience mm.
4: seeing that seeing that occur that way that's beautiful so, yeah that's, that's been beautiful. my week
1: that's beautiful my week i'm just gonna say this um i did not log into elite dangerous once i barely logged into star citizen that is not uh, a recrimination of either of those two very fine games. It's just that for me, No Man's Sky is brand new, and I fiend for it like a junkie. I When I'm not playing No Man's Sky, I'm thinking about No Man's Sky. Now, I've heard from other players who have followed this same sort of arc that it's like, okay, you're going to have a ton of fun with it, after you get to the couple hundred hour mark or a hundred hour mark or whatever, you're going to be done with it and and then sort of like caught up at, at at higher level and not done, done. But like at that point, there's a switch that happens where it's like you go left, the left path or the right path. The left path is you put Star Citizen or No Man's Sky down and you then wait for the next expedition or update or or new thing to do. And that seems to be like what half of the people do. The other half of the people just keep going down the rabbit hole and just never come up. They, you, just, you have thousands of hours of things you can do. No Man's Sky is the ultimate sandbox in the extent of like you make your own fun. And for some people that's you get to a certain point and you're like okay now i'm ready for you to give me new stuff to play with okay it's gonna be two months three months all right i'll see you then and for other people it's like no i'm just making bigger and bigger sandcastles who knows where i'll land on the on the thing for sure i'm coming back to elite for sure i'm coming back to star citizen but for like a couple weeks whatever for another week maybe two maybe three i'm gonna have loads of fun playing what i'm playing I do not accept uh, Patreon for this show. I do not accept uh, sponsors for this show. I don't do it for the money. So I don't have to do anything to make anyone else happy but me. And I'm having so much fun playing this quirky little cartoony game that is just fun. And you can could, you could look down your nose at it all you want if that's what you want to do. But... I'm here to tell you that's nice. My spaceship goes brr brr So we'll get back to more stuff from me on the other games in future weeks. All right. That takes us to our next segment, which is Elite News Weekly. And we need... Uh, Tweak, your buddy that does the, the, the sound effects or whatever, we need some new sound stuff. Or anyone listening, submit... Come on to the Elite Week Discord, ping me, send me a message, submit. Uh, we need sound bites for Elite News Weekly, Star Citizen News Weekly, No Man's Sky News Weekly. You know, feel free. But uh, Tweaks Buddy does an amazing job at those. So I just thought I would shout it out. So, right off the bat, we've got the Dark Wheel News. It's the Dark
2: Wheel update.
1: All right. Wolf, why don't you give us an update on the Dark Wheel? Tell us what's going on.
2: Yeah, so we recently just completed our expansion from Rimfaxi to see what it would do. Um, it landed in Contentiki. Contentiki! I. I, I Either I have to be severely less sober or much more drunk, to say that correctly, Um, um, with any sort of um, uh, confidence. Let me help you, because I'm a little more drunk. content There we go. So, we ended up there. Um, There was no invasion war. Uh, It was a uh, system that had only six factions, so we rode in, had a picnic. Um, Did the necessary uh, contact and diplomacy with the overarching player group that owned it. They're happy to have us stay. And we're moving on to the next phase, which is the systems we own. Pick one. Run it up. Make us expand. Where the Dark Wheel lands, the Dark Wheel lands. I'll handle making sure that where we're at, they want us there. If they don't want us there, we'll deal with that. If there's nobody there, we'll take it over, and that's a new place we can expand from. Hell yeah. Why we're doing this? We want to see what happens with the velocity's far comment in the codex about every time a fake dark wheel rises up it gets squashed and goes away mm. well i think it'd be really cool if it went away or i think it'd be really cool if something came out of it after we got into however many systems it needs we have no idea what that is so let them roll
1: hell yeah i would love to see our dark wheel sort of investigations turn into something awesome i would love to see our dark wheel expansion turn into oh my god it got crushed there is no more dark wheel i would love to see any furtherance of the story whether it's hey man we were so right or hey man we were so wrong just anything if if a thing would happen a, a thing would be good right now um or look let's be fair to frontier They're a little bit, um, sort of under the gun right now. They've They've got, well, they have other things that they're focused on. So if it takes a couple months and they're doing whatever, Hey, I salute that too, because in fairness, you know, they should focus on the majority of the player base and, and get that sorted. So whatever, but we're here, we're playing, we're having fun. We hope it leads somewhere and i think that's the best way to do it don't be bitter about it just play enjoy the game and it'll be what it is that takes us to uh the next sec or or section or or thing to discuss the next topic there we go i can do words words are good frontiers (laughs) community calendar has a sneak peek oh whoops There's a oh, wait, wait. Yeah, we're going to hold off on that, uh, Katie, till we get to the Star Citizen section. I just wanted to put that as a reminder. So Frontier announced on the one of the community stream live things this week. They sort of showed off their prototype for a new community calendar. You know, there here's a sneak peek. It's not in game. They want it to be maybe in-game at some point right now. Like, that's down the line, though. That takes developer time, and they're a little bit, obviously, sort of focused on other things right now. But it's a thing that could happen. So, you know, that's awesome. And it looks cool. I, I would like to see it happen. Um, next up, we've got the Apollo 15 Expedition. Uh, that starts on July 10th. Which is just around the corner. It's going to go till August first. It's put on by Commander Yannick, who and and this 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 expedition is celebrating the fiftieth anniversary uh, of the Apollo fifteen mission. Now, the Apollo fifteen mission was sort of a big turning point in a lot of a couple of different ways. On the positive side, it was the first mission that deployed the moon rover. Um I I actually read out one of the pieces for Sagai magazine for this month Sagai where I was reading out like hey this is what it did that was awesome and um I was playing one of the astronauts and uh from from the Apollo 15 mission and it was super super cool on the negative side <clears throat> it also sort of um how do I say it 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 was a turning point for a lot of people, in in that they started to sort of mm, lose interest to a certain extent with a lot of uh, the idea of the Apollo missions, and and so you know there's there's a sort of a dual meaning in that, um, which I mean could be by design or could be coincidence, whatever. Um, this will be the last major, or at least it's billed as the last major expedition. Uh, as currently scheduled to enjoy the elite dangerous horizon era planet tech before the projected console launch. And the planet tech changes over to the elite dangerous, uh, odyssey planet tech. Now it'll be leaving from the high nebula and going to the twin mountains, uh, of, uh, well, twin mountainous world, sorry of David and Goliath. Um, it's a very, very cool thing. And there's a link in the show notes, I think for a lot of people who are upset or not happy or whatever, um, right now is a good time if you want to play Elite to dive into a project, set a goal and work on it and stay positive and try very hard to enjoy yourself in in what you do. Katie, you had something on this? So... No, no, it, it's almost not related,
3: actually. I'll wait for the, the, the salt zone. I've got a little bit of surprise to throw in there.
1: Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Um, Tweaked, you have something on this subject.
5: Yeah, I, I've been pretty uh, hard on Elite of late, and I, I would love to just agree with what you were saying right there, that now is a great time as for anybody. New players, players that have taken a break, players that have been in for a while but haven't. Done everything yet? There is so much to do in even just the Horizons version of Elite Dangerous that mm. that it took me almost four thousand hours to get to the point where I did it all, and I was happily doing it all for so long. Never, never even looked for a different game before. So there is so many different things, expeditions to go on. Go to Sag, Sag a Go to Beagle Point. Get your engineers done up, learn how to PVP, learn how to run the BGS. So many things you can do in Elite Dangerous to keep yourself occupied and and to really burn some time in it. It's a great flight model. It's a great galaxy. The graphics are beautiful. You can't beat it in a lot of regards. And there's no better time than now to enjoy some of that stuff.
1: Hell yeah. And huge salute to Commander Yannick, who is just an amazing guy, and uh, he's done a lot. And just to be clear, that's Yannick, Y-A-N-I-C-K. That's not Yannicks. They're two very different people. Um, That takes us to our next segment, which is uh, the Buckyball Race Club, their leaderboards for the Lave... Lock Lavecon lockdown challenge. Say that three times fast when you're drinking hard liquor. Um, it's up on the screen right now. <clears throat> there, the Odyssey results, which was Commander Skur came in first. Commander Shea Blackwood came in second. Aiken Bosch came in third. Big salute to you three for uh, the Horizons mode version. It was Shea Blackwood in first, Manti in second. And Stan 2021 in third. Huge, huge salute to all of you guys. Uh, in addition to that, this was a thing that I had to keep secret at the time because it wasn't supposed to be public knowledge. But if you remember on last week's show, I did an interview with Alec Turner of the Buckyball Race Club. And I had already sort of known before it was going to happen, before you know it did happen, that even though Lave had LaveCon had to be changed from uh, in-person LaveCon to virtual LaveCon because of the extended lockdown protocols, and they couldn't get, like, all of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people at the convention center there where they were going to have it, that that, that Sedgwick Hall or whatever uh, hotel convention space. There were already... Multiple members of the race community that had booked their trip and said, screw it, we can't do the full LaveCon because, you know, the government won't let that many people be that close to each other. But we're just going to get together for the week or weekend and and do our thing and we're going to have some fun. So <sighs> Alec Turner, Donald Anderson, Crank Larson, and Commander Skurr. Got to, they went anyways. They literally just went and still took their room that they had booked for Lavecon and, and just had fun at the place. And at the location, there is a, at Sedgwick Hall or whatever, at that hotel slash whatever, in the area there, there is a, like, go-kart racetrack thing. And what multiple of them did, Skurd did not uh, uh get one, but the other three, so... Alec Turner, Donald Anderson, and Crank Larson all got GoPros and they went for a real life race at, at, at the event they're driving, uh, go-karts and having so much fun. And, uh, I was, I, I, the, the link is in the show notes to the video. They had a great time. It was hilarious and wonderful and awesome and I just salute them for, this is a bunch of guys who get together and say, screw it. We're not going to let anything stop us from having some fun. So they just did. And big salute to them. They epitomize, I think, what is best in the elite dangerous community. Um, in addition to that, next topic, we've got the AXI has an event going on. AXI Academy Week. Starting Sunday, July the 10th. There's an event going where the AX, uh, uh, it's an anti-Xeno event for new and also, though, advancing pilots. So, what that means is you might be someone who's never done AX at all. You've never fought a single Thargoid. And you're like, I want to get into this. Or, you could be a sort of semi-advanced AX pilot, but you're like, I've killed a a, a Medusa, but I've never killed a a Hydra. You know, like, I I need to get to that next level. This is a a big community sort of event that is all about helping people take that next step in their journey to high-level gameplay. Now, look. Let's be honest here, because I know there's all back and forth like, hey, man, the Thargoids are not bad. It's our fault, whatever. Like, Let's stop for a second. Let's just stop with all that. If you want to role play that you're for the Thargoids or against the Thargoids or whatever, that's fine. That's entirely your choice. But let's just look at this honestly for a moment and say, Elite Dangerous is a video game. It's not real life. In a video game, And from the aspect of a video game, Thargoid combat is the highest level of PvE content that you can unlock. Player versus environment. Player versus the game. Now, yes, I think the highest level of combat in the game is actually PvP, player versus player. And I'm not talking about those assholes that club seals. I'm talking about the people that set up high-level player versus player events where they are hunting each other. The wolves are hunting each other. And that's that's a beautiful thing if that's what you're into. If you're not, okay, no problem. But for PvE content, for, for player versus game content, AX content is the hardest, highest level stuff that you can do. And there's players that want to test themselves. That want to... And right now is the perfect time to do it, as we just discussed, where this is the perfect time where there's sort of a lull on the new uh, stuff while they're getting it fixed to access some of the amazing stuff that's been there for years that you haven't tried yet. It's amazing stuff. So part of this is we have a link in the show notes to the AXI Discord Now, if you click on the link and you're not in their Discord yet, you're going to not get to the right link. You're just going to get to the, hey, join here button. And then you have to click through some shit to like, hey, let me, yes, yes, I agree. Yes, I'll sign up. Yes, I'm PC or Xbox or or PlayStation, whatever. And then go back and click that link again, and it'll take you to the events channel where they say, here's the event. Um, It's for new pilots and advancing pilots alike. You can get the opportunity to get the party survivor event rank you will get assigned to one of several different sort of trainee groups, teams. So it's like red versus blue versus green versus yellow, whatever. And you're on a team. They will, you'll be competing each other against each other to sort of score points and get better. Each team is going to be assigned some mentors who are going to work with you, show you stuff and actually fly with you in your squad. And like, bring you along to get you to where you need to be with it all. And if all of what I just said wasn't enough to convince you to like, Hey, this is new high level fun. And I could get a, like a personal instructor to come with me and show me what I'm doing right. And what I'm doing wrong and unlock a new level of the game. In addition to all of that, three lucky people who are score very well will be assigned. Like there's a point thing and whatever but you have the chance like all the people they have you have a chance to win a 2 billion credit rewards three separate people so they're giving out 6 billion to three people who score well and are lucky enough to be picked or whatever and and get this along with some special like ranks within the AXI discord itself now we happen to have the number one ace from the AXI (laughs) with us. So, Kate, why don't you tell us a little bit about this?
3: I think it's fantastic that they're running an event like this, um, introducing people to AX or helping people who have already completed a certain part of that journey um, to reach the next level. Uh, But I'd also like to add that um, even even if you're not interested in this event, but you are interested in learning ax mm. axi is the place to go axi taught me they taught serf they taught a lot of people um i used to be be, be staff there and they are the gold standard when it comes to learning when it comes to taking in commanders and putting out badass sargoid killers axi is the place to go absolutely and if you're worried about the, you need to learn flight assist off just ask for an, an instructor like Sirif, I'm going to name drop him a couple of times, hmm. who do all of this, Flights this on. Um, I would highly encourage people to pick up AX Combat. It is, in my opinion, the best part of, not just Elite, but one of the best gameplay modes I have ever played in any game, and that remains true to this day. Uh, with fixes that have just come in, so NHSS, non-human signal sources, are now spawning thargoids again. Um, you're right, there has never been a better time to get into AX combat.
1: And that was a thing I was actually going to bring up, but since you brought it up, let's let's stop it. It's perfect, <laughs> perfect time now. So just within the last week, as I understand it, and this may be a sign of Frontier sort of, this may just be a thing that happened in due course, or it may be a t- sign of Frontier recognizing that they have some work to do to repair some feelings in the community. But for whatever reason, this week specifically, Zach hopped on the AXI Discord and was talking to them and saying, give us a list of your problems and complaints and whatever. Let us um, sort of look at what we can do to make things better for your game group. And uh, uh, he was given a list of, of, of issues. and. Lo and behold, a short time later, some positive change happened. So tell us a little bit about that, Katie. So from from what I understand,
3: yeah, it was a mix of of Zach and uh, Sally. Both of them amazing CMs. Mm. Um, Thank you very much, both of you, for looking into these problems and uh, addressing them. Um, The the problem of the non-human signal sources was brought up, and within a couple of hours, it was fixed, so uh, you know. Again, it's a huge positive sign that they are listening and that they are working hard to fix the problems that we are that we are facing in the game right now.
1: Hmm. So, big salute to Zach and Sally uh, for helping out on that issue. Um, and that takes us to the next segment. Let's see, yeah, the next segment, which is. Commander Heartbreaker's Elite Fan... He's from the Elite Fan program. He put out the Elite Dangerous Universe Mega Tour collage. Now, I want to say right off the bat... Screw you, Burr. God damn it. Um, uh, Obviously, joking. I love... Everyone knows, if you know me, you know I love Commander Burr. I love Commander Reini. They're two of my favorite people on the planet. Um, So... Did I say it's heart kicker? Did I say heartbreaker? Yeah. <laughs> why did I, 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 it's, I, it's written as heart kicker. I don't know why I said heartbreaker. Yeah. Drink. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, so yeah, I will drink to that. Uh, so I love burn and rainy and I had a bunch of stuff laid out and some of which was stuff that it's like, Hey, nobody else has this. I'm, you know, this is going to be great. And then I saw the Witch Space News today. And if you <laughs> listen, if you if you play Elite Dangerous and are not subscribed to Bur- the Burr Pitts Witch Space News, like, you're just missing out. Um, they put on the whole thing today, and they had almost everything that I had in the Elite Notes. And then they had this from Commander Heartkicker, which I had not seen at all. So... I have to credit them with the find and I just, I got it because I'm smart enough to watch Elite uh, uh, Witchspace News from the Burr Pit every week. Um, so yeah, Elite Fan Program is a group, Commander Heart Kicker is a part of that group, uh, and they put out Elite Dangerous Universe Mega Tour Collage, EDH and EDO, so that's Horizons and Odyssey Mode. There's, this is literally, there's two pictures. One is like a JPEG, one is a PDF format. It's too big for you to open it up in a browser. You won't be able to zoom in enough. And it's literally a link of like, go here, see this, see that, try this, do that. It is a massive collage picture that you can... You know, download and then zoom, 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 zoom and go through the list and be like, oh, that's a, oh, that's a place. I want to go here. I want to go there. I want to try this. I want to do that. It's a bunch of cool stuff. Again, to, to say what I've already said twice this episode, but say it again. Now is the perfect. Don't be miserable playing elite dangerous. Either a find a thing you can be happy in elite doing, which there's tons of stuff, including hundreds of things that i just told you about from that this guy commander heart kicker but if that's not the case if you're at the point where you just need to take a little break from elite go play another game whatever don't be miserable or mad at elite just take a break go do another thing come back when you are ready whatever um all right that takes us to the salt zone (laughs) Uh, This is where anyone from the group can just vent their spleen, get it out. Let's be done with it. I have nothing to add to the salt zone for this week. I am good. Uh, Does anyone have anything to add? Katie wants to go last. Tweak wants to go first. Go for it, Tweak.
5: All right. I'll get this out right now. So some of you may have heard this story already, but a lot of you haven't probably. I personally... But how do I say this? I guess. All right. So my parents were children of the 50s and 60s, right? I was a child of the 70s and 80s. I was raised to have an open mind to think about things, but to also not be afraid to speak up when things are wrong, which is what I've done on this show. I feel like I I tell the truth. I I call things. I get excited when I think things are going to be good. I call things out when things are not so good. I've been very critical of FDev of late and justifiably so, I believe. I think they've made nothing but errors since Odyssey release and actually probably because of the design go back even before that. But they've reached another level to me where they are banning people in the chat left and right for just asking questions. And now they made that forum post about, you know, No threats, no harassment, yada, 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 all that. And I totally agree with that. Nobody should be messaging the devs or even the community managers and cussing at them, making threats, any of that kind of stuff. But I can honestly say all I did in Tuesday's live stream on Twitch, all I did in that chat was ask three or four hard questions. I asked, is there any comment about the number of play the the player loss that you're seeing uh, across all platforms. Is there any comment about the content creator loss you're seeing? I asked, uh, they started promoting the Thursday pirate stream. And I said, oh, yay, a pirate stream. That's what we need right now. Is there any news about future content? And then I looked down at the chat and boom, I'm banned. Now, I was a little sarcastic. Yes, I didn't swear. I didn't make a threat. I didn't call anybody by name. And if that's what they are resorting to, if they are banning people that are critical, that have actual thoughts about what's wrong and are just just expressing that in a polite manner and they're banning those people, then they're trying to control the narrative. To me, that is... That is the actions of a company that is faulty. They are being deceitful, and I can no longer support them at all. So I will still play Elite Dangerous, but I I no longer can support FDEV in any manner, shape, or form at this point in time.
1: So that thing where you got banned, that was actually a day or two before. That was the day before they announced that they were banning people, right? Correct. Because they banned you on tuesday and they announced that they would be banning people on wednesday correct my i don't okay i'm a hundred percent in favor of the statement that no one should be threatening any of the staff at frontier people should not be direct messaging the staff at frontier with like complaints and whatever people should not be going on the frontier forums or the their their twitter or their twitch stream or their youtube stream to sort of go out of line with them however i will say this Adding a permaban is sort of a a big club. It's a big weapon that they've just given now the moderators for their YouTube stream, their Twitch stream, and their Frontier forums. And as I saw posted by both Ben Moss Woodward of Lave Radio and Souverine, Commander Souverine, of uh, Sagai Magazine, the, the editor of Sagai Magazine, both of them open or posted in a thread that Ben actually started saying like, who watches the watchers? Because we have seen multiple abuses by forum moderators who basically bully and sort of discriminate and act in a very, very unfair and, and incorrect manner to, Silence and 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 dismiss and throw away anything that they don't like. <clears throat> uh, we've seen it with multiple people, including myself. I caught a ban from the Frontier Forums for saying because I said that the the book the the story of Raxla is based on the the Robert Hallstock's or, or <clears throat> pamphlet that the dark wheel novella and that story was based on a book that he had published like two years before under the pen name robert eisler or steven eisler rather who um it was this trippy sort of pothead sci-fi crazy kind of book that you got a lot in the 70s and early 80s where it was like it had weird like kitschy pop art and whatever and it was like holy shit like you know Weird, like nineteen fifties Andy Warhol type um, imagery, or 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 what's that? Not Andy Warhol. Um, the guy, uh, 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 the guy, you know, "It's a Wonderful Life." The guy who did those uh, Norman Rockwell, Norman Rockwell type imagery, but like it's mother and father at at, at uh, the breakfast table or whatever, and the kids sitting there, but father happens to be like a six foot tall cockroach. You're like like weird trippy shit like that, and so I. Some guy went on the forums and was like, David Braben's a member of a cult because this part from the toast of the dark wheel is actually kind of a thing that's from a cult thing. So uh, David Braben's a member of a secret cult. And I was like, dude, relax. David Braben didn't write any of this shit. It was written by a guy named Robert Holdstock, Uh And, you know, he wrote this like 70s, early 80s pothead story sci-fi story book and this this is where all this stuff comes from so relax with your secret theory that david braven is an occult he's a, a satanist or whatever the forum moderators took that opportunity to say oh you mentioned drugs therefore you're permanently banned from the forums oh okay so like that's a clear-cut example of they don't like me so they twist a rule there were many other people that went on the forums and said, hey, actually, here's other here's 50 other, if you just search the word pothead, here's like 80 other people in the last month that have made a post to say that. You didn't ban them. How come you banned Kai? And uh, they all caught like, a, a oh, you got a two-day ban for questioning our authority or whatever. It's like, okay, whatever. Like, it's very clear that their moderators are poor. Their moderators are suboptimal, and you've just given them a massive weapon to use and abuse as they will. That, I think, is unfortunate. Um, But, yeah. And and as far as also for them to ban you, if it's a permanent ban that they banned you before they even announce that that's the rule, that's kind of weird. But it, it seems very much like what Frontier is looking for right now is sort of an echo chamber of... We want the people that say what we want to speak and we want everyone else to be silent. And I think that that's not healthy because I think the people that are pointing out criticisms, again, the people that are like, I want to murder you and your dog and your wife. Absolutely. Yes, that is way out of line. The people that are like, fuck you and die. That is way out of line. Um, You know, and that's, that's uh, that's a thing that they should absolutely take action against. I've seen one guy in the comment section of this show while we've been doing this live in the live chat has said the same thing like three or four times being obnoxious. He's saying, hey, man, you called them liars like a week or two ago on your show. Yeah, Uh, I'm not on their forums. I'm not tweeting them. I'm, I'm a free fucking citizen of the world. I can say what I want to say in on my show. I'm not posting it on their forums. I'm not tweeting them saying it. I'm not. I'm not messaging them directly. I'm not making any threats against them. I, I can, I, you can have an opinion, um, and and for the little white knights with your little fucking chivalrous hearts that you can't stand that, dude, you're gonna have to get over it. You have the right to your opinion. I have the right to mine. Chig.
6: Yeah, I'm just reiterating what you said, just a little bit, but just felt I wanted to voice in because it is. It, it it's frustrating because you know on the one side you know they're being bombarded with with garbage my guess is you know they're members of god knows how many discords and they're getting pms from just you know you know a lot of this community is really really good but there is a good segment segment of the community that is very toxic and i'm guessing that it's been piled on i mean uh, you me uh tweaked i mean tweaked uh, was like the king of the white knights for a while and he's even soured so bad so you know that you know people that were on the fence have got to just be just a-holes um but as you said this the moderators have always been <laughs> If they just don't like you, they can voice an opinion as a moderator, but then you can't voice an opinion opposite of that or you'll get banned or or shoved to the side. So ARF coming out with this official like notice and then putting it out, you know, as a locked forum post where people can't discuss and ask questions, you know, like, where is this line? You know, what what can we do? Yeah, these moderators are just going to I don't know. I, I avoid the forums as much as possible, even more so now. Just wanted to add that. hmm
1: I get it, man. I get it. Um. Hmm. I feel like we've said everything on that. I don't want to just keep rehashing it. It's just... To the actual sort of, if you just take it for, for what it says, I 100% agree with ARF's post. No one should be threatening or harassing the, any member of staff or whatever on the frontier forums or on their Twitter or on their YouTube or on their, um, uh, Twitch page. So I 100% – I don't want to make it unclear. I don't want people to say, like, oh, you're attacking it, and it's a, it makes sense, so therefore you're out of line. Like, no, I, I agree with what he said. I just worry with the way that it's worded because it says, if anything is deemed to be, like, whatever, unproductive or whatever, like, who deems that? And how – what kind of oversight is there on that? Because, um, you know – it's, that's, you know, that's out of line if you're actually threatening or actually just being an idiot. But if it gets to the point where it's sort of this McCarthyism of anyone who says something I don't like or agree with, I deem that inappropriate. Okay, that's kind of whatever. Um, does anything anybody have anything else for Salt before? Because Katie said she wanted to go last, so I... I don't have anything with salt. I just, I'm sorry if it seems salty. I was just saying, I respect and agree with Art's post, to the extent of, if it's a threat or if it's whatever. But if it's just that, like with Tweaked, where he just said something they didn't agree with, that's a problem for me. Does anybody have anything else for salt? I'm good. Katie, you're up.
3: Um, thank you. Um, keeping it with with the forums really, actually. Um, so there was a forum thread. Um. About elite streamers giving up on elite lately, um, and I wanted to kind of, I want to present this as a kind of anti-salt, if anything, just to throw a spanner into the works. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of cynicism in that thread, especially aimed at YouTubers and streamers about about the reasons for um, playing other games at the minute. And uh, first of all, I want to say that nobody wants nobody wants like elite, there's it, it, this idea I think that that we want elite to fail. We want as many great space games to play as possible. Like we want elite to succeed, to succeed. We want No Man's Sky to succeed. We want Star Citizen to succeed because that just gives us more options. It gives you more options. Who doesn't want more great space games? Um, I I weighed in with my reasons, and my reasons are very, are, are not even. Odyssey related per se. Um, Obsidian. By the way, I uh, love you. Honestly, your your discourse, your in that thread, and your reasoning and your your responses outstanding, absolutely outstanding. But there's a lot of tin hat theorizing that that YouTubers are all being paid off by Chris Roberts. It's funny how we've all got referral codes to use when every Star Citizen player has a referral code. It's part of their their online profile um i just wanted to say that i am not giving up on it either like skunkworks are still going we still hold our events we just are taking kind of breaks at the bit, exploring other games because because they're out there and because it's new to us anything new is going to, going to be exciting and different and now say while there are problems Ali, it's the right time to do that. I I, I agree with you on the, the mods. By the way, I think they editorialize, as in you know they give opinion way too often, a kind of kind of inflammatory opinion that, that if you respond to, they they consider that you know an uh, an infraction. But I just want to say to, to the people in that thread that. I can see the cynicism that you have towards streamers, most of whom, I know you can see them casual, most of whom have played the game a lot more than, than you would think, or, or have achieved things that you, that you maybe are not aware of. Just have faith a little that they love the game, we love the game as much as you do. We're players of the game. We love the game as much as you do, and we want the game to succeed. We want all of the space games to succeed right now though there is <laughs> there is a there's a difficulty and we're hoping that it gets past that really really we are um but just have a little more faith in the humanity of these people you are talking about other human beings um not just not just faces on on youtube um yeah that's it that, it's, that's what I have.
1: it's kind of funny that the same little white knights that will say you have to understand that the people at Frontier are human beings and you need to treat them as such, which, okay, fair, that's right, will completely ignore their own words when it comes to trashing any content creator because they make a choice right now to expand their horizons or to do something to express themselves honestly in a mm-hmm. way that you don't like. It's like, wait a second, wait, like at least just just be intellectually honest to say that it goes both ways, or... That it doesn't go either which way, but like, double standards, not cool. Um, yeah, so let's 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 close the salt zone and move on to frontier news. First off, there was a server update patch. The notes are in the show notes. Uh, they fixed a lot of the stuff with mission-based issues. They had some rebalance of factional influences, some FPS combat boost rank that people were saying, hey, the the FPS combat is too slow, and as As Katie and I had already said, they did some adjustment to the uh, anti-Xeno non-human signal sources to fix it. Uh, The link is in the show notes for those patch notes. Good job. Um, Next up, there was a forum post by Art, as we already said. Bans for posts deemed harassing or non-productive. You've you've heard how we all feel on that, Um, which, again... Please speak up now if anyone here on the cast disagrees with me in my statement of 100% if you are threatening or harassing the community management team or any other employee of Frontier on their Twitter in their YouTube in their Twitch or 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 you know on the Frontier forums that you know you're just a dick and you need to stop it don't threaten people don't do that but it's kind of a little worrying on stuff like, oh, hey, Kai has a show and he expresses his opinions about <clears throat> the community management team lying, um, you know, on the show. Therefore, now the next time he goes and posts anything on the forums, he's banned or, uh, <clears throat> you know, tweaked has a question and he asks it saying, hey, man, what about this or what about that? Where are you going to address these issues? And they don't like that question. So he's banned. Like there's, there's a difference between if tweaked had said, I'm going to kill your puppy art. I'm going to go and murder your, but your, your, your bunny rabbits, or I'm going to put a bomb at your fucking under your car. Yes. ban tweak. That is wrong. That should not happen. Nobody should do that. No one should have to put up with that. But if tweak says, Hey, when are you guys going to actually get around to this or that, or the things that you told us we were going to have last week, what's up with that? That doesn't seem bannable to me. That seems like a legitimate question that he, as a consumer, has the right to ask. All right. So that takes us to uh, Galnet News Articles. Roy, take it away.
4: Yeah, so uh, July 5th, we started out with NMLA Political Wing Causes Controversy. So this is uh, this is kind of about a political... Arm being representative of the perhaps uh, the other part of the faction, um, I guess this is just a, this is advan- advancing this uh, this narrative about the NMLA that's still still moving forward. Um, they sort of hint at the end of the article that maybe there's a you know potential for civil war. So seems like an interstitial episode here. Not sure that it's it's uh, heralding anything immediate. Uh, July 8th, uh, we had two articles. The first one, Kumo Crew Initiative to Produce New Commodity. That's talking about um, a CG that we'll talk about in a sec. And then uh, independent spreads from Azaladshu system. That's talking about the CG that just finished. Uh, so a number of systems are independent rather than being a federation based on the outcome of that uh, that CG. And then finally on July 9th, Scrivener's, Scriveners Clan abandons the Hesperus. Um, so this one uh, is a bit interesting. It looks like they've left left the system that the Hesperus was in. People are wondering in the article if it's because of all the publicity and they they try to avoid that, um, or if they're just moving on. Um, not sure what that is, but it seems like that that thread's still still alive. So that was that was uh, Galnet this week. Then on uh, community goals, we wrapped up the uh, Azaladshu versus the Federation. So uh, as Laju won, 58% uh, in their uh, efforts versus 7%. Uh, so a number of systems went uh, independent. And then we've got uh, a couple of new CGs, both related to Kumo Crew, um, trying to produce a new, a new, uh, I guess, uh, hallucinogenic commodity. Uh, hey, 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 be a... careful.
1: Be careful. Don't talk <laughs> about drugs. Don't talk <laughs> yeah. about drugs.
4: Sorry. Thanks. Language. Uh, so. Uh, this was sort of the thread that got picked up from last week's story of, you know, maybe when the when the dredgers showed up, they were bringing something new. I guess this is the something new. So you can uh, participate on this both from delivering stuff or uh, doing some combat bounties to to make sure this commodity finds a place in the game. And that's uh, that's the two new CGs.
1: Kai, you muted yes i am everyone take a drink lots of good stuff going on <laughs> interesting story stuff i like the, the kumo crew is making their step to be you know a, p- a power player and and i mean obviously power play they're already in but it, the, he stepped up uh kumo at the at the big uh summit, summit? they had and he yeah. was like oh, i want to be the fourth power and, and 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 sirius is clearly making steps as well the stuff with the scrivener clan obviously more stories to come with 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 uh, you know stuff with both them and, and the new clan that is uh, uh, salvager clan that is uh, made contact with Kumo lots of stuff going on um, obviously much love on the whole as the lashu uh, group you know <clears throat> getting their independence from the, the evil federation at this point who you know are, are, are playing big brother and doing all that dirty shit Um, Cool stuff going on in the story in Elite. Which takes us to our next topic, which is the Elite Dangerous discussion topic for the evening. So here's my idea. I think it would be a good idea for Elite Dangerous to add global chats to Elite. What do I mean by that? Well, sometimes in Elite Dangerous, it can feel like there's a huge galaxy that's pretty empty. And... You know, you see a lot of chatter going on in Baran in the old days, back when Baran was a thing. You see a lot of chatter going on in the one system where there's a community goal every, you know, whatever, when there's one going on. You don't... You see a good amount of chatter going on in, in, in Jameson's. In general, in the rest of the game of Elite, you don't see a lot of chatter. And I think that sometimes Elite can feel a little... Empty, a little lonely, a little devoid of player interaction with player. So the, the idea is there should be a series of channels created, or or at least this is my pitch. I think it would be good if there was a series of channels that were created, some in-game channels like General, which is just everything, Trade, which people talk about buying and selling <laughs> stuff, whatever, Ax for like people that want to work together on 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 killing thargoids and whatnot, PvP for people that want to get together and either talk shit, talk trash, or arrange a meetup somewhere for a cool or interesting fight. Czs to discuss the 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 conflict zones or or or, or you know uh, hazreses could be another one. Exploration for just people that are all over the galaxy to say like, hey, I want to talk about, I want to talk to other explorers. I might be at Beagle Point. You might be in the, you know, a thousand uh, uh, light years outside of the Pleiades. Roy might be uh, up near Rackham's Peak. Uh, But like we're three explorers that might want to, you know, bond together or talk about explorations. Just keep each other sort of company while you're 20,000 light years from any other human soul an engineering channel where people can ask questions and talk about engineering hey what about the oh i found a good shortcut with this i found a a mining channel where people could say oh man i really like this this mining build oh well, i'm having fun with that one. Oh man have you seen this location that's a good whatever um sort of you know stuff like that or some out of game topics for example a help channel where people could just be like i'm having a bug i'm having an issue i'm whatever something's wrong and other people that might have an answer to that could say like hey this or that or a tech channel where people could say like people could literally talk about like um like like you know oh, i found this thing to get the extra frames per second or oh i'm having a problem with this oh you check that setting whatever i don't know tech stuff so i can't even fake it to be honest with you but like so the idea is if, if Elite Dangerous were to add, say, I don't know, 20 channels to the game that are chat channels that are like, like you know, general trade, AX, PvP, et cetera, et cetera, and each, each commander had an opportunity to opt in or out of those. I'm not saying, uh, like, you have to, uh, like, mm, you have to be in all of them. No, not at all. Maybe you're just... You only care about exploration. Maybe you're, you're, you're Commander Picard, and you're like, I don't give a shit about AX or PvP or CZs. I'm I'm just an explorer. I'm out here doing my thing. Or maybe you're Chig, and you just want the full-time CQC channel where your other CQC people are like, yeah, we're I'm going to get lunch, but I'll be back in an hour, and then we'll do matches or whatever, and you can see stuff like that. If a thing like that were to exist across the game, I think it could do a lot for making people feel like there's more of a community. It's not something that requires a whole lot of assets from the standpoint of like, Oh, rebuild the whole game, add ship interiors, do this, do that. There's other stuff like ship interiors that I really, really want. But like, this would be, I think a fairly simple thing to do where they could just, you create 20 or 30, whatever, 20 channels you make it opt-in only frontier doesn't have to like keep track of where you're at and whatever like you literally chick tick a box i want in on this channel i don't want in on that channel i think it could help um let's go around the horn and see what everybody thinks of it katie what do you think
3: i i support it 100 um to use an example from well from star citizen which has that kind of feature per server, you have a global chat. The you know it's optional. You can open it up and and see what people are saying. The amount of times, so I've just I've just clicked that open, and there's a conversation going on. And so, to give you an example, someone was asking, "Where is the uh, where is the ship shop at Hurston L five Lagrange Point Station?" Mm-hmm. So it's like, wait, there's a ship shop there, and it says that they were talking about ship components. Mm-hmm. But I went to take a look and found a bunch of cool weapons and a bunch of other cool parts that I needed. So it's there is no there is nothing but a benefit to doing that, especially with when you've got a galaxy as big as Elite Dangerous, is, where players can be separated quite a bit just by the sheer size of it. Having the ability to immediately communicate with globally with other players on in Elite Dangerous
1: mm-hmm. would be amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah, and uh, Roy, hop in on this.
4: Yeah. So, in addition to making, uh, I disagree with. I agree with everything you and Katie have said. I'd say, in addition to that, in addition to making the universe feel smaller, I guess, to in a good way, like you can sort of get the buzz of what's going on with different groups of people you're interested in. I, I think back to before, before Discord was a thing, when um, MMOs, you basically had chat channels within MMOs, and that was the only way you communicated with people you were playing with um the games owned those communication venues and i think uh by not having a robust uh, a more robust chat system which i think this would be a great example of they've they sort of abdicated that to third-party tools and that's why that's why what we see now with people trying out different games um can happen like the the community elite doesn't own the community the community owns itself Mm. right and um no, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they should they should create a bunch of channels just to keep people captive, but it creates some... It, it sort of creates something that makes people want to stay in the game because of the community's interactions in a way that doesn't exist right now because it's all in third-party tools. So I think they missed a trick there, and they could maybe get a bit of it back if they
5: had a reason for people to communicate through the game. Right on. Tweet. Yeah, not only is Elite. Galaxy huge, 4 billion star systems, which even if everybody was just playing in open, you'd be spread out a long ways likely. But everybody's not in open. You got open, you got private groups, you got solo, you got Xbox, you got PlayStation, you got PC. So there's all these different segmented groups of people playing and there's no way to know who's on except for on your friends list per Mm. se. And it would be very beneficial. You mentioned Boran and you could jump into that system. Sometimes Shinny's that way. Sometimes Desiat is that way. You jump into those systems and the system chat comes to life and you feel like something's happening there. And it just brings a bit of excitement to the game. A global chat would do that tenfold for the whole everybody playing in the galaxy. And again, to use Star Citizen as an example, I was watching a good friend of mine stream the other night. He got sent to prison for the first time, and he was typing in global chat on how to mine the rock so that he could lower his sentence, mm-hmm. and they answered him. So instead of going to Google or YouTube or whatever and spending your time there, he typed a quick question, and boom, he had an answer within seconds. Well, That kind of thing would be hugely beneficial and elite dangerous, for
1: sure. I, I think the, the from my experiences thus far, the community of Star Citizen has been... Extremely helpful, friendly, welcoming, polite. They've been super supportive of helping people along in the game and very dedicated to the project. I have also found that the community of Elite Dangerous has been exactly all of those same things. So I I, I think that if there were new players to Elite, as there always are, with problems and questions, as there always are, I think there would be, for every one asshole out there, there would be 10 or more awesome people in Elite that would be willing to help and willing to help make the experience better for everyone. Um, Wolf, you were up next.
2: I, I think especially right now with, you know, down to brass tacks, like we, we've got really low player count in Elite Dangerous. You can see that on, on the Steam charts and whatnot. And, you know, like like has been said, in, in the systems that, that should be popular. They really aren't. Um, I've been flying around doing a number of things in Elite just to have fun doing my own thing, and you know I'll go hours without seeing anyone. mean, granted, I'm not in very high traffic areas to begin with. But I get excited when I see somebody even seven in the chat. I think having channel or players in the game you know sharing common interest being able to, talk to each other, it would induce it would introduce a level of camaraderie that the game really needs right now
1: absolutely you were roboting pretty decently there uh wolf but it still it was enough that we 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 got the gist everybody got the gist of what you were saying and it, it's an excellent point um all right and that takes us to chig close off the topic brother
6: all right. I, I I like the concept, but from years of playing, you know, back WoW and in other MMOs, they all had all the different channels that you could watch and had gotten the habit of reading, you know, all the chat going on. And now I just don't. People, you know, even PM me in game and I I just don't see it. I'm just not in that mode. I mean, I can see where it would be beneficial, but a lot of those channels, you know, you could... Just go to the forums to get the information. I mean, one channel I'd really like to see actually two things, maybe in the right panel, something to access the official forums, you know, you want to go search for something. There you go. The official forums pop up and you can go looking for whatever topic you're looking for. But the one chat channel I think would help would be something like, uh, you can see the chat of all the systems within the jump range of your ship or something. You know, you break down, you can type for help or ask a question. It'll be every system, you know, around you. Cause right now, you know, you're in any given system, your odds of bumping into anybody is pretty small, but if you get a, you know, 50, you know, 50 light year bubble around you or something, and you know, somebody else and runs out of fuel and they're like, oh my God, I ran out of fuel. I don't know what I did, or I'm doing a mission. I can't find this contact. Anybody have any answers? You know, it might be more of a local kind of thing and might give you that feeling that people are in space around you but i i don't really i i don't have any problem with a bunch of channels and opting out of them or opting into them but mm -hmm. i i don't see it as 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 a priority
1: that's an interesting point though you're saying to implement it in the way of a sort of in-game lore way of saying like your subspace communications or whatever have a range of Whatever, like maybe even it's a module that you can upgrade and say, hey, mine does 50 light years, yours does 100 light years or whatever. Like, tie it to something, but something that's an those interesting lines. thing. That's interesting. Because,
6: I well, I mean, even if you open up the galaxy map, you could see how many ships were in neighboring systems. You know, especially populated systems all have nav beacons. Why can't mm-hmm. we see stuff through subspace or something? You know, what's happening in other systems and
1: communicating that way.
6: Just, right. just an idea. I don't know.
1: Right on. Very, very, very cool. All right. Um right on. I think that's excellent news from everybody, excellent input. And that takes us to our next topic, which is Star Citizen Weekly. Star Citizen News Weekly, right off the bat, I wanna give a huge salute and a hello to Disco Lando, Jared Huckabee, who reached out to us very awesomely uh uh in on on our last episode and said, you know, hey, keep watching and thumbs up and a little whatever and a little kissy face or whatever like uh, uh, that's awesome like i love that guy that guy is uh, awesome and the fact that he reached out was was very nice um the black sky legion has been created in star citizen so if you go to the like search for organizations our code is bsl1 in star citizen just the same way as it is in elite dangerous bsl1 the black sky legion and you can join our org you are able to join so an org is like a squadron in star citizen uh squadron in elite first star citizen except that you can be a member of multiple orgs you can only have one primary org but you can have many secondary orgs so even if you are in um sort of uh you know this one or that one as your primary org, you can still join our little community and have a, a joint chat channel and hang out with us and whatnot. And we're going to have events and we're getting set, set up. We're getting started. We, we just started this two days ago and we've got whatever. It's like 18, 20 people would have just getting started, but it's it's going to grow. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go well. Um, I am actually going to turn over to Tweaked for a moment and then uh, uh, anybody can hop in on that. He wants to just gush on star citizen for a minute or two so you guys just express yourself a little bit and then we'll get to sort of the rest of the topics
5: yeah i just want to say uh, when i started with elite dangerous i dove into all of the media that i could the youtube videos the tutorials the the lore all of that kind of stuff and i've started to do the same thing with star citizen and there hasn't been a day that goes by a video that I watched that something doesn't blow my mind right from walking around your ship's interiors while you're flying you get out of the cockpit and walk around and go back and play chess and the interior of the Mercury Star Runner looks like the Millennium Falcon you've got secret smuggling compartments you've got a a kitchen you got a chess table to play with so many cool things Kate Katie, you told a story the other night about somebody EVA and out of a ship going over to another ship, gaining access, and then proceeding to dismantle everybody in that ship and steal it. The the scope of this game is mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Just starting the game, and mind you, I haven't yet. I will in a few weeks, but I've got a couple of friends from Opix that started tonight, actually. And they said the same thing, starting the game and walking around the spaceport, taking the train to get to the spaceport. This game is on a scope that I've never seen yet. The death of a spaceman that they're implementing, the medical gameplay that they're implementing soon, where you no longer will die right away. You'll be like bleeding out and you have time where a friend can come and possibly save you. So there'll be... There'll be room for people role-playing that. People that like to play Medic in, in games will have a role now. Ships can be... In Elite, we've wanted multiplayer ships for so long. You have ships in Elite where not only do you have a co-pilot that actually helps do things, like legit things, and I think Katie can talk more about that, but there's turrets. Like you're in the Millennium Falcon and Luke went up in the turret to knock out the TIE Fighters in A New Hope. All of that kind of stuff is in this game already, and it's blowing my mind. The graphics look amazing. I never get sick of watching the ramp drop and somebody walk down and set foot onto a planet. I haven't been this excited for a game in a long, long time, and I cannot wait to get into this galaxy. It's It's something special. If they can do everything that they are trying to do, this game is going to be unmatched. It's it's a scope I've never seen before.
3: Yeah, just to just to elaborate on what you just said, then um, one of my patrons uh, was sharing his screen on the Skunkworks Discord the other day, and he was using um, Altair. If you're listening, you you're amazing. It, he was using a stealth bomber to get very very close to a hammerhead, which is like a giant multi-crew ship with turrets all over it. Um, and then he. He eva out of the uh, out of the, the stealth bomber um, because, obviously, being a stealth bomber, it was able to get close without being detected. And, and and he showed us how you can get over to a larger ship like that. And the hammerhead has doors behind the turrets that will open if you're near enough. And using use, using the eva thrusters and tractor beam, he was able to get you know to get close to it and hook, hook onto it with the tractor beam and maneuver around. And just think about that. Just think that you could very easily be the kind of player in 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 Star Citizen that will sneak solo sneak up to these large ships, sneak aboard, eliminate the crew, and claim that ship for yourself. Just think about that. That's mm. it's incredible. And yes, there were bugs in Star Citizen. Um, you've got to be in its current state. You've got to be prepared to shrug off bugs. i've i've sh- I've documented a few of them in my videos. Because I will not, as much as as much as some of the, the forum um would disagree with me, I will not present things in a pure, you know, in a one-sided way. I will show where there are bugs. Mm. Um AI, for example, standing on tables, standing on chairs, that's very common at the minute. Um, deaths from weird things like falling through the floor happen sometimes, exploding <laughs> vehicles. Um, one that always gets me at the minute is with my beloved um my beloved cutlass, is the the back ramp breaks very often.
1: (laughs) If you you lower that anywhere where there is a rock or something where the ground's not entirely flat, it will sometimes work perfectly fine, and other times it'll start bouncing, and I've had that back ramp flip my rock onto its side, and boy, is that a pain in the balls. It has to land on pillows. You have to set it down on a pillow. Yep.
3: The trick is to always go out to the... Out through the side door and in through the back door. That's the trick with the, with the cutlass. There you go. I
1: See, I, got, I actually got pretty good of what I would do is this. I would land, drop the back ramp, and if it landed, like you can use the camera, the external camera mode, zoom around the back and zoom in, and if you can see that it's on a rock where it's not flat or not right, I would leave the back ramp open, take off again, so I would never get out of the cockpit, take off, and fly, like, move it five feet forward or back or whatever, and then drop again. And what happens a lot of time then is it'll glitch where the ramp goes through the ground, like the ramp is through the ground. Hey, at yeah. that point, it works perfectly as if it was no problem.
3: Because I've noticed, actually, <clears throat> just to add to what you've said, that the the point at which the ramps glitch is not when they... It's when you step on them and you get yep. that spark, the sudden spark,
1: you'll mm-hmm. see, yeah, yeah. And... and... That, I'll... More so than just when you set foot on them, way more so when you set wheel on them. If you put a rock wheel on it, that at that point where you get a spark when you stand on it, it, it what it does is it tries to flip flip your little rock like a like a oh. like a like a <laughs> pancake, and that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chig, you were up with a thing.
6: Yeah, I'm. Well, other than Tweak, who hasn't played it, he's only been able to watch videos. I'm obviously the newest to star citizen you know just i don't know, maybe three hours total gameplay so and that includes doing key bindings and stuff uh it, it's the scope of it is is phenomenal i i just see so much potential with it you know it's it's it, it is a hell of a game and the flight model is pretty fun and and in the combat i mean me and dub's just started shooting at each other just to see how that would go and we couldn't figure out how to launch missiles and it, it it was it was newbie stuff we were doing mm. uh the only thing i would tell people is just you know it's not <clears throat> just the bugs it's also performance i mean the game uh, you know i've i don't have i mean i run a 2080 mm-hmm. you know so I, i'm not a, a potato by any means but i mean the game struggles to run over 30, 40, sometimes it might reach 50 FPS. Uh, in space, it's better, you know, same as Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have that issue and then, oh my god, the creepiness of all the people standing on benches is just crazy. Or you have somebody standing inside somebody else and then their head turns and their nose is coming out the side of the face. You know, there's so many oh. bizarre things. So just, you know, oh. you go into it understanding that and you're fine. And <clears throat> as I said earlier, they they make you acknowledge that every time you log on. You know, you you acknowledge that yes, this is this game is in alpha and they're coming along, but the potential is. It 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 makes me sad that Odyssey is what it is
1: because I see what it could be. I need to correct you there, Chig. No one has uh, the the problem with the FPS and the whatever. That's a thing. Yeah, bugs, whatever. That's yes, that happens. Uh, the head turning within a head and looking right at you. That is not a bug, man. That is literally some evil juju coming for your soul when you go to bed tonight, so watch well, yourself. Well, I'd, I'd agree with that, but
6: I don't have a soul. We've been over this, so
1: it can't be that. That's fair. In the place of your where your soul should be, there's just a little piece of cheese. Uh, <laughs> yep,
6: he's a big piece of cheese, mind you. Right. Wolf.
2: Yeah, I'm half ginger because of the red beard, and that skeezes the shit out of me to hear, so I'm literally looking forward to seeing that. <laughs>
1: That's all I add. And uh, all right. So let's pick this back up with the rest of the star citizen news. So let's talk about patch 3.14. It moved this week from, uh, uh, Evocati, Evocati to PTU wave one. I want to make sure I get that correctly. It is PTU, but it's PTU wave one, which is, just certain people like the larger backers and the 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 subscribers and whatnot but it's not covered by nda anymore so when it was evocati it was covered by nda now it's not so you can go out there and google and you can see amazing footage of people running around and playing as we have in the elite week discord in the star citizen channel tons of video of people running around and playing and, and they're hanging out in cloud city and they're doing all this stuff it is awesome let me run down just for people who might say like, oh, okay, yeah, <clears throat> you get a gas cloud giant and a, and a city. What else is in there? Well, I'm glad you asked. So we got the gas giant Planet Crusader. We've got Vespin City, the, the cloud city, which is in this game. It's called Orison. And they specific- I love that they, they said on the thing, they're like, yeah, we for sure were inspired by Vespin. It's awesome. It's, yeah. And it's like, Yes. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> in addition to that, in patch three point one four, power management version two and ship combat overhaul rebalance. So a lot of the stuff with the ships has been overhauled and rebalanced. The idea that they wanted to sort of make ships uh, uh, combat a little more mm, fair. I like the fact that they're they're seeing how it progresses, how it how you know this ship has these these characteristics and that and they're they're doing little tweaks and stuff it's a thing that they do in eve all the time where they're constantly doing overhauls and rebalances on their ships and i i kind of love that it's a sign of a of a living game i i i think the fdl is a great ship i don't think it should be the only sort of meta whatever i i think it's neat if if little changes happen here and there um and the implementation of power management v2 basically what they're getting is a, a a a thing that is sort of similar to pips there's a thing where you have your 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 power and your you know your your sort of main attributes of your ship but you can also uh through the i forget the name of it but there's a a module on the ship where you can sort of boost and sort of put a little bit of your extra power towards cooling for your weapons or towards uh, uh 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 like maneuverability of your ship or or towards your shields or whatnot um in addition to that, <clears throat> they've got the missile guidance and control system is getting a rework. They're converting missiles to use the IFCS guidance and control systems. And they've added in the missile operator mode. So what what, what that comes down to is for single players uh, who play, you know, you fly in a ship solo. Okay, you have the abilities you had before. You have more abilities that you can toggle over from your gun mode to your missile operator mode and you can do some different stuff and 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 that's a thing but it is even more so um of a bu- buff or a boon or whatever to people that work in teams so if i fly with katie and uh katie is the pilot and i am the wizzo i'm the weapon systems operator and something's coming in katie can do her stuff on the guns and I can switch over to missile mode and take control of that. And gives me much more abilities to, like, it makes the missiles more valuable. It takes more work and effort to do it, but you can make them more valuable and make that whole aspect of gameplay more rewarding. So, in addition to just tweaking that weapon system in and of itself, it brings more... Um, refinement and 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 positivity and purpose to having multi-crewed ships um i i I am a huge fan of that idea i like the idea of hey man my ship with four people can do more than your ship with one person because we're a team and we're working together i think that's beautiful they added in the law system version two which has surrender stuff in it um that doesn't seem like a huge deal right now cuz it's like okay if i if you shoot me and i die i i wake up in prison or if i surrender and you catch me i wake up in prison where that's going to be important is in the future because when they have this death of a sail uh, a spaceman stuff, it's going to be a situation where you don't want to die because then you're going to be in a clone that's going to have some you know a janky arm or some messed up shit. You'd rather just be like, all right, you arrest me, I'll do my time, and then I'll come out with all of my fingers and toes working as they do now. That's that's cool. Um, they did a thing where they have canvas sliced ship huds. What this means is, unlike a lot of video games, most video games, in fact, pretty much maybe all video games, where the HUD is just one piece, and it's like, okay, this is an art asset, it's one piece, and it's there, and so it's kind of like, paint a picture of a HUD, and that's the HUD. They're not doing that in Star Citizen. They're having this as sliced up individual pieces, where, like, the buttons work. You flip over, and you flip the switch for this, and, and, like... It, it, okay this one puts your landing gear down this one is to call the radio system and by doing this instead of having just one picture of your hud that's like a painting it's a fake you know it's it's fake they're doing it honestly where it's a bunch of different subcomponents, so that crusader ships could be different from rsi ships and uh the cutlass from Bl- drake the cutty black so so a drake ship can be different than a crusader ship like each ship is going to have its own sort of uh like theme or like the way that their controls are set up but also you could be in two different drake ships you could be in three different drake ships you can be in a cutty black a cutty red or a cutty blue cutty black is like combat and general purpose ship cutty blue is the uh uh i forget the red is the, the hospital one. It's the one that has medical stuff gameplay to it. And the blue is the one that has police. Or maybe I'm getting that. Whatever. One of them is combat and general piracy shit. One of them is police. And one of them is... And, and the police one has like a little jail cell or whatever. And, and the and the other one is medical. But each of those three ships, even being from the same manufacturer, can have different aspects to how they're set up. Because it's... it's you know, they're setting their stuff up to be modular. And... and I just, I dig the idea of that. Um, they're also adding in revised ship model, the RSI Constellation Taurus. So the Connie, the Constellation is a ship that's in the game, but the Connie Taurus, it's a it's a variant model. It is new to the game. Yes, tweak. It does have a jail cell in the one that's made for police activities. Uh, yes, you can be uh, uh, Mando. Uh And lastly, they're adding in planetary volumetric clouds version one, which is they already have clouds in the game. That's not new, but they're adding in volumetric clouds where it's not just sort of like an art asset of like, oh, here's a painting in the background of of a cloud, but here are actual sort of clouds that have their different densities and have scientific effects. And as you fly through them, they're going to have different uh, sort of, uh, what do you call it? like aspects of how they affect your 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 ship and whatnot so the link is in the show notes to all of that that is the stuff that is coming in 3.14 to us it is in ptu wave one now there is no i want to clarify something a mistake or or maybe a misquote that i made last week it's not saying okay we're getting it in PTU next week and then we're getting it whatever there's no set time it's a it's a floating variable time it's done when it's done they move it from evocati to PTU wave 1 when it's ready which they deemed that it was ready now they'll move it from PTU wave 1 to PTU general which means everyone that's a player has access to it they if you log in log into the PTU the test universe and, and they'll keep it there until it's ready and then they'll move it to the PU which is like full launch in the alpha version of the game. So it's like it's 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 you know it's it's in the sort of continuity of the full universe uh, alpha version. but having said that, I will say that it's yeah, on average about maybe you could figure it'll go from PTU wave one to PTU in about two weeks. And they already have it in PTU Wave One, so it's looking pretty good that it's moving, moving along. That it'll be, you know, probably, maybe, whatever, PU, uh, PTU, in it like another week or so, and then, and then out. Uh, Chris Roberts said on that interview that we showed you last week, you know, eh, it'll probably be out, you know, around, you know, 15th of July-ish. It's a ballpark. Don't take that as a lock date. All right, let's go through and see who has what to say about what. We've got uh, Roy first on ship differences. Go.
4: Yeah, I, I just wanted to throw out on what you were saying about some of the HUD differences because for folks that are used to Elite, they may not really appreciate how how different these ships are on the inside. If you recall on a previous episode, this is going back many weeks, when we were talking about how we'd love to have more ships in, uh, in Elite, not mm. just... I mean, one of the reasons we brought up was how people treat cars in the real world. There's, there's GMC people, there's Mercedes people, there's people that like, uh, you know, Subarus or whatever. And a lot of these cars, yes, there's a steering wheel and a pedal or sometimes three pedals. The interiors can be very different. And it's even more so with these ships in Star Citizen to where um, even things like the radar might be 2D or 3D. Or some ships, uh, some of them are coming from alien sources and have really different setups. Mm. Um, it just the the variety is astounding, um, and and the layouts are very different. It actually you'd need some orientation to move from one ship to the next to figure out what's going on. And I love it. It's it's uh, it it really does speak to what we were talking about in that previous episode about you can really become an aficionado of a certain brand within mm.
1: the game. Yeah. I, I am a crusader fanboy for life. Uh, Wolf, you're up. The,
2: uh, the HUD differences, um, that, that, that Roy was just talking about that I find that really interesting because, um, doing, doing what I do, it, it might be a little while before I come back to a specific, uh, aircraft to do certain things. And it, There's usually a learning curve involved because something's changed. It's like, oh, oh, well, this is sort of the same, but it's totally different. But when I go from one to another to another, it's like I've got to relearn everything. Uh, That's going to add a level of realism that I hadn't thought about and and immersion that is that's going to be a time sink. And I'm going to like that time sink a
1: lot. Just to clarify for people who might not know, who might not get it. Uh, Wolf is a aircraft engineer in real life. He does stuff for the Navy, the United States Navy. So when he talks about it, it might be a wild time back to an aircraft. He's not saying like, I don't play the game for months on end. He's saying he jumps around from one real plane or aircraft to another. And that's a thing. So, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. Uh, Katie, you're up. Yeah, I
3: mean, keeping with the the ship huds, um, I want to give a massive shout out to uh, Lady Raincloud. She took me on a a mining trip this week to the to the Aaron Halo, which is like the asteroid belt in the Stanton system. And one of the th- I mean, we were doing some cool stuff, you know, um, breaking up rocks with the ship, then going out and EVAing and mining, you know, doing EVA mining. But one of the things that was really amazing was I was in the co pilot seat of her ship, and I had access to all of the systems. Like So she was piloting the ship, but I could, for example, adjust power settings or move shields more to one side or the other or request landing permission. Mm. So <clears throat> you could share the load, and obviously with, with, with missile command for co-pilots coming up soon as well. You can, If, you, if there was a co-pilot seat in those ships... You can share the load of managing those systems between two people, and it is outstanding. Like, the experience of that is amazing.
1: Hmm. Well said. Um, I'm going to throw on the screen here for just a second. We have it in the show notes for you to see. Oh, this is the thing that crashed the the show when I tried to do this a couple of months ago. Let's see if we got a fix and it works now. Uh, <laughs> let's see, monitor two. Hey, it works now. Okay, that Drink. one. <clears throat> yep there's monitor two right now you're seeing this is what the actual roadmap for star citizen looks like and it is uh you know this is the one that's coming up for the next you know for the for, the, for up till q1 of 2022 there's an extended roadmap and there but there's this is the one that it's like hey this is the stuff that we're working on for like the next nine months if you click on any part of this, and it'll be in the show notes, but you can click on locations. And, oh, here are these locations. Gameplay stuff. We're adding this. We're adding this. And it's like, we're here are the people, like this team and this team are working on this specific thing. This team, this team, and this team are working on this thing. And these are all committed. This is what is coming committed in Q2 2021. That means this stuff is all, it's, it's locked. It's happening. Then tentative, then you know, tentative, tentative first so everything past like the the stuff that is right now, we've got it in the actual thing. We're we're doing it. But this is a roadmap where it shows you here's a thing, here's how it works, here's this, here's that, here are the teams that are involved with it. Um the link is in the show notes to that roadmap. Go and take a look at it and look at, you know, oh, we're talking about core tech. What about this? This is the stuff that's coming, you know, uh, Q3 of 2021. And here's the stuff that's coming Q4 of 2021. So I, I want to point out, and I'm just going to touch on this very briefly. Q3, patch 3.15, this is going to be a biggie. Q3 of every year, just about, will be a biggie. Q3, there's no date yet locked on when this comes in, but realistically, it's a very good bet that this is going to sort of um, line up with October 10th ish. Be out by about then, probably. And that's because October 10th is CitizenCon. CitizenCon, every year they do uh, on the anniversary of the launch of it. And it's uh, so it's October 10th. And normally. This patch, the one that comes for Q3 of the year that lines up with CitizenCon, should be out around CitizenCon, and it should be massive. That's like This is like the uh, a big, super-duper one, and this one has so much cool stuff that's coming. 3.15 is the thing that people are super, super excited for this year. 3.14 is awesome, too, with the, with the stuff, but 3.15 is going to be big, big, big. And then 3.16 will probably be a little lighter, because that one... Corresponds with like Christmas time, end of the year, and they close down CIG for like two weeks at the end of every year to say, okay, go do Christmas, do holidays with your with your family. Oh, okay. It's saying FYI, Citizen Con is on October 9th. Okay, my bad. But on on that weekend uh, or whatever of uh, yeah, the week of. So yes, um, but uh, yeah. So I just want to show people, I-, I love this roadmap. I love the aspect of you can click on it here, are the things that are working and it is updated in real time. If something moves like, okay, this issue was here and then it got moved to there like that. It happens, but you get to see, I just love the, um, what do you call it? The, 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 the transparency of it.
4: Granularity of it.
1: Yeah. I, I just like being able to see stuff like that. I, I, I dig that. Um, it's, it's, it's it's a thing so it's in the show notes go take a look at it um in addition to that we've got uh let's see star citizen monthly report for june 2021 is in the show notes they give you a breakdown of all of the stuff they were working on they come up with one sort of towards the end of the month and they're like hey this is our this is this is what we've done and they give you details specifically it's good uh, next up, we've got a video, Inside Star Citizen, Life Among the Clouds. I was supposed to edit this and have a nice video, for, a new video for you guys to uh, see it that ha- would have, like, lots of stuff. Um, uh, oh, okay. Don't forget to show the progress view. That is where all the meat really is. Yes, it it, it is. Um, there is... Tons of stuff in there, and I'm going to have to get... We'll, we'll get to it uh, next time when we have more time to, to dig into it. Because, yeah. Um, so, Inside Star Citizen. I was supposed to have this video together, but uh, it's a situation of... I was just having too much fun playing No Man's Sky today and didn't get to editing on time. I will have it for you for next week's show, I promise. Uh, after that, we've got... David Drury, he did a video to the moon, a Star Citizen video, 34 minutes long. He talks about starting with Star Citizen a long time ago, getting frustrated and moving on to Elite, playing Elite, the things that he liked about Elite versus Star Citizen, the things that he didn't like about Elite versus Star Citizen, coming back when he was a little frustrated with Odyssey and trying Star Citizen again, and how he sort of rekindled his love affair with star citizen and how he is so amazed with the differences of what star citizen is as a project now and how well it's coming together as opposed to how much it was like uh, a couple of years ago and just the uh, amazing rate of advancement at which they are are, are going with things and, and, and at which this game is coming together uh, after that. We've got Down to Earth Astronomy's Beginner's Guide to Star Citizen, 17 minutes long. Phenomenal stuff, as always. Love my man, Down to Earth. He is good people. Um, Go check out the video. It's in the show notes. In addition to that, we've got from Randomly. The guy's channel is called Randomly. That's the name of his channel. He put out Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen. Comparison number four, mining. This guy has a very cool channel that shows like um, like oh for uh mining or combat or whatever he will play and he doesn't editorialize and give you his opinions he literally just shows you here's 10 minutes of this game loop being played in elite dangerous and and you know here's how it works and this that and the other Here's 10 minutes of this game loop being played in Star Citizen, and here's how it works, and here's the whatever. Um, I'm getting all kinds of people saying, "Link the the the, the issue tracker, the progress tracker in the, the the notes." Somebody DM me with the link to it. I will put it on the screen, but I'm just I'm literally I'm. Just, it's it's, you guys are saying hey do this do that and it's like i'm trying to do the show it's a little complicated somebody fucking link me the thing and i'll throw it on the screen for you guys to see but okay it's like hey while you're juggling fucking go ahead and give us the present tense of all these verbs in latin while you're riding a unicycle like yo i'm okay uh the thing yeah uh For the discussion topic on... And again, somebody ping me with that... And I will be more than happy to... Uh... uh, Like send me a DM with it... Because I've got... I, I literally have eight windows up... Uh... Let's see... Uh... For a discussion topic... The transparency... In Star Citizen... The fact that they just... Show you... The stuff... Uh it's, there's pluses and minuses to it. Um, as far as, mm, how do I, how do I like, there's some parts of, of that process which are okay, here we go. I'm throwing the progress tracker up there for you guys to see cause you guys are all excited for it. So here we go. Uh, there's aspects to the transparency that are 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 monitor two wrong thing i'm trying to juggle monitor two where the hell is monitor two there we go uh there is the progress tracker that shows you know this team is doing this and look you can see all of the different you know these are dates this is oh you know this is working on by this team from this time to this time, this time to this time. It goes into sort of great detail to show you these teams are working on these things here. When it starts, this team will like this team will work on this thing. Like so, this thing here was being worked on a different team or whatever, and then it got to this point, and now they have these deliverables, these. And it, it breaks down even further into like a sub list of what are the things you know this aspect of this thing, this aspect. It's so much stuff, and it 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 it's like okay, that's crazy, crazy detail. I and and I love it. It's a thing though where what you're gonna have sometimes is people are gonna. look at this and say, okay, this thing from week two dropped to week four. I'm not happy. I'm miserable. I'm whatever. And it's like, okay, uh, yeah, that's the downside of having transparency. If I give you a detailed list of all the things I'm doing and how I plan to do it, When you're building a thing, sometimes you run into delays and stuff gets moved back by a week or a month or two, or you scrap it all together and say, no, we're not going to do this thing. This thing that we had planned that we told you we were going to give you in September, we're not giving it to you at all in September. We've canceled it. It's not even going to be a thing because this team and this team and this team made this other thing. And now we have the ability to do better than what we had planned, but it's going to take another three months because we're now going to, instead of giving you... You know, uh, 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 you know, instead of giving you a Toyota next month, it's now we're giving you a Ferrari, but it's going to take three months. But we have the ability to do it now. And as grown-ups, there's times where, you know, you're going to see things. You're going to be like, ah, man, I was looking forward to this next week or next month, and now it's not coming. It's got moved back to two months from now or whatever. It got scrapped and it's getting reworked, and now we're getting a different thing down the line. That can be frustrating sometimes, but if you look at the, the alternative, the alternative is you get told nothing and you just have to guess. I would much rather have, warts and all, the Star Citizen idea of a roadmap where I have lots of details, excruciating details, and sometimes it fails than have a situation where I get told nothing. Let's go around the horde on this one. Let's start with Chig this time. Oh, uh,
6: I'm a big fan of transparency. Uh, The only thing, this will be brief, just... uh, I like the idea of keeping things secret if you're going to spring surprises. And Frontier failed so epically with uh, Odyssey, it made my balls hurt. It was, you know... I. uh, You got to admit, most of us were hoping that there was going to be another ship or an SRV or two or some some kind of surprise because we were told this is a branch off the main trunk. We're way ahead of this. Once the trunk launches, we're going to have stuff. And there was nothing new. And what Star Citizen is doing with uh, transparency and a roadmap and everything else and constantly evolving, especially these games compared to a lot of games, we're all adults and we definitely we can handle the truth just be honest don't hide stuff just Mm -hmm. tell us what's coming if you're having problems tell us why you're having problems you don't have to get into specific details because i'm tech-tarded i don't need to know that you know this line of code doesn't work for whatever reason just you know hey we can't do it we thought we could we can't we're gonna try to do it later um you know that kind of stuff uh there's no reason to have secrets unless you literally are springing awesome surprises on people i mean they could have just as simply sprung a tiny little surprises on us with odyssey where our module storage went from 120 to 500 and that would have been a great hidden surprise but th- there uh, do you guys know of any little surprises they had why so secretive i i don't know that that's my take
4: um I think we're seeing this play out in real time between Elite and Star Citizen. I mean, why is it that even even if you, if I recall how we've talked in this episode uh, comparing what's perceived as bugs in Star Citizen versus Elite, why is it why is it that people appear to be tolerant of the same or worse bugs in Star Citizen versus Elite? I think it's because of the transparency. Mm. you know why it it really changes what kind of benefit of the doubt people are willing to extend if you feel like you have some agency in the process if you feel like you're being treated as an adult which has been said i agree with um it's uh you know if (laughs) it's a weird weird analogy but like imagine you're a passenger in a rally rally race car and you can either be blindfolded or you could be helping you know look through the the next waypoints on the trip like Mm -hmm. that's One is terrifying and frustrating, and the other is super exciting, and you get to experience the journey.
1: Well, to to highlight your point, look at how much back in the Adichan days of Alpha 1, remember how much it sucked when you were in a taxi on a 15-minute ride as opposed to it just, it's (laughs) the same 15 minutes, but when you were flying it yourself, it didn't suck as much, you know? All right, tweak, you're up. Yeah, coming, coming from an Elite Dangerous
5: four-year career or whatever you want to call it, this is refreshing. I've been watching all the dev diaries or the, the calling all devs or whatever it is, Star Citizen calls them. Uh, the roadmap, it's pure transparency. And sure, sometimes they miss their targets. And, and yes, there's a lot of bugs and stuff like that. But like Roy said, the transparency where they spell it out to you, what they are trying to do, you see the scope of their vision You can accept the bugs. You can say, yeah, okay, it's buggy. Odyssey is buggy. Elite on Horizons without Odyssey even right now is buggy. I can accept that. The transparency where they spell out what they're trying to do, when they're hoping to do it, who's working on it. It is polar opposite of what FDev has done, and I don't understand that really. It's, it's 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 video game industry. They're not holding military secrets here or anything like that. I think FDev really has it wrong, and and these guys, Star Citizen, they're they're doing it right. They don't have anything to hide. There's no secrecy. It's it's this is what we're trying to do. It's going to be tough. We're going to give it our best, and they tell you whether it's working. They tell you when it's not working so well. They tell you what they're going to do. It's refreshing as hell for me. Gotcha. Katie, you're up.
3: I've said this before that um, I feel like Frontier, in the, in the communication of both of both upcoming content and even events, they, it's like they want everything to be the ending of an M. Night Shyamalan movie. You know, They want everything to be a twist and a secret <laughs> and a surprise. And, and people don't enjoy that as much as you think they enjoy it. Um the first one of the first one of our first communications, Kai, me and you, um, you sent me some of the dev videos of star citizen devs like like talking about the development with AI mm-hmm. and other things. And they went into enormous detail, even even to the point of, of explaining things that, like you said, that they're working on that might not work, that they're you know, that they they're they're trying things and they may pan out, they may not. And uh, like like um, Tweak and Roy have said, it's incredibly refreshing to see that, and knowing that they are going somewhere, knowing that they are they've got this vision, they're aiming for this vision, it does make you more tolerant of when something, when a bug ruins a mission or gets you killed or something, because they're very very honest about the state of the game. All, they, they 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 fully um, like you say make, make you acknowledge every time you play, this is an alpha. Like, we're working on this stuff right now. Like, it's playable, but you should expect bugs. And I feel like that makes me certainly a lot more tolerable, mm. uh, a tolerant of the bugs in the game at the minute. Mm.
1: 100%. Wolf, take it home, brother.
2: Yeah, I'm going to end up saying about the same level, the same things. Um, the, the major difference that we have between Star Citizen and Elite is the fact that Star Citizen completely... Is owning up to the fact that they are in a hardcore development cycle and are going to be for quite some time. So there's issues. Got it. But here's what we're working on. And that, that level of here's what we're working on l- lets us know like what's going on. And that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, Elite doesn't recognize that they're in a beta right now. And that's being generous. And we don't know what they're working on. Mm. And they really need to look around and see what what other dev communities are doing in certain uh, situations, like the one they're in, to keep everyone happy. And I think Star Citizen is batting a thousand, and I think Elite's kind of tripping over their own deck.
1: Okay. I think we need to figure out a way to re relabel the the discussion topics to say, the salt no, (laughs) never mind, never mind. Uh, (laughs) I was keeping uh... the
3: salt out of it. Just just the facts. Just just the facts. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Fair. (laughs) fair. Uh, Okay, for me, uh, the discussion topic on the transparency, I think the transparency is good. I really, I I dig it. I'm a fan of it. I understand that it comes with some hard feelings sometimes when you don't get what you want, but I would rather be told, honestly, everything that you're trying with the understanding of hey tick a box right here that says you get that this is just projections and our best guess right cuz sometimes shit's going to work better than we thought a lot of times it's going to run over on budget and time and it's going to it's going to be harder than like game development by nature development the word development means you're doing something you haven't done before and you run into roadblocks constantly always i don't care if you're building a house or you're building a subway, or you're building a, a a a video game. It's if it's a big thing with lots of pieces, and you're making it for the first time, you know, it's different. When you're when you're making Sudafed, like the first one takes fucking 20 years to do and get and test and test it with everything and get it past the FDA and whatever, and then you make 10 billion of them like easy. Well, okay. The the first it's it, this is the first one. This is the hard one. This is the one that takes time. So, I just appreciate the transparency, even when. And I guarantee you, uh, as a backer of this project, as a fan of this project, I'm going. You're going to hear from me at some point in the next year or so. Me being an asshole and going, ah, oh, this got moved. I hate it. I'm angry. Like, yeah, but. Uh. Just say, "Hey, asshole!" Remember back when you said you would love it if people would just be honest with you and tell you what's up? Sometimes this happens. Yeah, everybody, remind me. Feel free. Um, that takes us to our next segment, which is No Man's Sky Weekly. No Man's Sky News Weekly. We got stuff to talk about. First off, uh, there's a video by Procedural Traveler, No Man's Sky, how to install mods uh, video. How to 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 for beginners. I could I followed that and did it. If I can do it, anyone can do it. I am the worst with technology, so yeah, there. It's very, very cool stuff. Um, and and you can change. You can get mods that makes your game. You could do like quality of life stuff to give you like abilities to change stuff. Um, you can say you could do stuff for graphic stuff. Like there's ones where it's like, hey, make the black holes look more realistic. Make uh, this this like plants or make make stuff look more realistic. Make stuff like less cartoony or whatever. Uh, you could do also quality of life stuff like the one that Roy made for himself following sort of a guide that someone showed Of like hey I want my mm-hmm. controller setup to be such that it's made for Left-handed left handed key bindings. Yep. Yeah. You, you you could do stuff like uh, I, I want m- my thing to just have a better, like give me a better view of my inventory or I want to unlock extra slots or I want to uh, set it up to where I come across more exotic ships or there's like dude, just about, like, it's crazy the shit you can do with this game. It's amazing. Um, In addition to that, I'm going to give another shout-out to Survival Bob. Survival Bob 2021 Beginner's Guide Part 1 and 2. His uh, uh, stuff is phenomenal. In addition to that, for a lot of you guys that are uh, Elite Dangerous Commanders and are used to like certain people in the Elite Dangerous community, let me just point out that uh hawks gaming has a phenomenal uh guide i think his was last updated in 2020 but based on some stuff i've seen in his channel lately i'm guessing that he might be refreshing that at some point but like phenomenal guide to making tons and tons of money um there are people that have these guides out there they are good stuff you should take a look at them and maybe you don't want to maybe you're like no i want to kind of play it at my own pace i want to do it a different way hey full respect absolutely in addition to that we've got the official no man's sky discord um check out there's channels for everything there's resources there's people you can ask questions in the elite week discord we have a no man's sky room with tons of no man's sky channels and good stuff maybe that will help you Maybe you want even further information. In which case, feel free to check with them. And yes, Drew Wagar did start streaming No Man's Sky. And he's having fun with it. And it is it is uh, good stuff. Um, <clears throat> two, 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 is the VR in No Man's Sky good? Question from Twitch. The VR in No Man's Sky is amazing. It is not good. It is great. Uh, it has full VR... And it even has all kinds of um, sort of settings that you can do to make it this way or that way. Some people who like VR and like full VR, but have an issue with, uh, like, some people can handle it better than others. Some people are a little more queasy. There's a mode that they do in Star Citizen where you can, like, literally set it to sort of... No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, No Man's Sky, where you can set it to... uh, like sort of do it like a teleport kind of thing where you, you blink from spot to spot um <clears throat> you can set it up how you want it is phenomenal i do not play i, I, I gotta qualify that saying i do not play in in in, in uh, uh vr myself i just I, I i'm not a vr player uh but um i i have heard from many many people including Sovereign, who i very much trust who plays it uh uh in vr and 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 has said that it is fantastic. Um before I start the discussion topic on this, does anybody have anything they want to add to No Man's Sky? Go for it, Katie.
3: Um very, very quick. I picked up No Man's Sky myself this week. I've I've really yet to get into it properly. I just run it for a few minutes just to make sure it ran and get through the start bit. And I will say that it is a, it's a unique experience. I've not tried the VR in it yet, but the, normally I play these games with the music turned off um, for the sake of recording. When you're editing, obviously, you don't want music jumping back and forth. Mm-hmm. But No Man's Sky, that intro, with the, the, the music, and you get to the oh, station, yeah. and, and it's good. like, it's insane. It's amazing. It's so um, surreal and colorful and vivid. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to
1: more. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so our tweak.
5: Yeah. I, I haven't played a whole lot of no man's Sky this week, just cause I was not really able to with the internet. I was at when I was out of town, but I built an underwater base and I had a great time with that. You're seeing on screen it. Now the guy swimming around underwater and there's all kinds of different fish and squid and all kinds of weird looking things floating around. You can just lose yourself standing there watching the, the the aquatic life around you it's the you said it there are so many different things to do in this game it's fascinating
1: hell yes hell yes all right so that takes us to the discussion topic for this week which is this um no man's sky has just always chosen fun for any question i don't it doesn't matter what it is whoa do you want realistic or this uh, They say, what's the most fun? Do that. Well, I like it like this. I like it like that. Okay. Give everybody what they want. They can just like No Man's Sky as a design philosophy on every step of the way of the game. They've said, just have fun. I want a submarine. Okay, cool. You can have it. I want a motorcycle. Yep. You can have that too. I want a mech. Okay, sure. Here, have one. I want to tame any of these creatures. I'll feed them little snacks, pet him. He'll make him my buddy, and I can ride a dinosaur while on a planet somewhere. Sure, <laughs> do it. Uh, I don't like that it's so realistic, uh, and it starts me off with just this many slots for inventory. I want a mod that says that I can have unlimited, like I can have like uh, the maximum, whatever, 48 slots. Sure. I want a mod that says that every ship I come across is like the S rank ones, the hard ones to find. Okay. I want a mod that says that I can just copy somebody else's base. Dr. Kai made a bait. There's a, I'm not saying me that I'm a doctor. There's a guy named Dr. Kai, which I'm sure old school, uh, elite dangerous fans will recognize Dr. Kai, the amazing commander from your of, of elite, uh, is playing no man's Sky And has done a lot of stuff. He built a mod that lets you copy other people's bases. So they click the thing to upload the base, and it's like, okay, building a base is a lot of work, and it takes effort, and you have to get the stuff and whatever. Or download this mod and just say, I like your base. Click, I can have it now. Boop, place, and it's there. For all of the things, No Man's Sky just said, oh, you want want cake for breakfast? Have it. Uh, Yeah, but I want cake and... Uh, tamales okay could i have pizza too sure spaghetti why not it doesn't matter what you say on any design philosophy no man's sky just says yes let the players have whatever the hell they want who cares it's not a game like eve where it's me versus you and you have to keep things balanced and even because oh my god what if i have an advantage no man's sky just says We're just doing a game for funsies. Let people have anything they like, anytime they like. Who gives a fuck? And I gotta say, while people can say like, oh, it seems cartoony, it seems not realistic. Okay, so what? I've got Star Citizen for realistic. I've got Elite Dangerous for realistic. I've got No Man's Sky for all the fun ever. No Man's Sky to me is just Christina Hendricks drunk saying, let's do whatever you feel like. I love it. All right, uh, we're going to start off with Wolf on this one.
2: I'm I'm looking forward to breaking out and, and seeing the fun that I can have in No Man's Sky after I get uh, Star Citizen up and running. I've seen a lot of videos. I've watched Hawks Gaming on it. Um, I've watched a couple of the other ones, um, like you're seeing with Survival Bob. It looks neat. It is very different in its experience. And I think that's a good thing for when I want something that's less real and more fun because like you said, it's a video game. Let's make it
1: fun. Hell yes. And uh, just as friendly reminder, I think it's still on sale for $30 half off on the, uh, maybe it ended today. I don't know. Go check because get it. Uh, next up is Roy.
4: Yeah, so the the I don't know dozen or so hours I've played uh, No Man's Sky so far, I've thoroughly enjoyed, and what it appears to me is the space that they're owning is they've done their homework on what has made MMOs of any genre successful, and let's do that. And like it, they they are totally leaning into all the fun aspects of MMOs, and and like you say, choosing fun over anything else. And MMOs obviously are um, very social, have interesting grinds, have uh, some genre, (laughs) and and everything is being sacrificed on the altar of fun in a good way. I I really feel like between Elite, Star Citizen, and, and No Man's Sky, this one's the true MMO. The others have shades of it, aspects of it this one is owning that space
1: uh you're watching a fucking doom buggy on a moon just just barrel through shit like it's just (laughs) it's it is straight up dukes of hazard fun katie you're up
3: so um i want to shout out to i think i think it was earth serpent on the uh the elite week discord was, was sharing their screen this mm-hmm. week showing, and obviously as a content creator, I'm very conscious of camera options in games, you know, external camera options. And No Man's Sky has gone above and beyond. They will let you change the, oh the yes. lighting, the cloud cover, the position of the sun for your for your for photos and video. It's insane. The amount of options you have for creating beautiful screenshots and video is absolutely crazy. And from what I understand, in terms of like, the creative aspects of the game it's a similar thing there as you've pointed out that, that the options that the player choice is unparalleled so i'm really looking forward to to experiencing more of the game myself
1: yeah and i mean if you want to grind it out if you're like well i enjoy that all of, like this building you're seeing, where the guy's got all this building with all this stuff. Every all those pieces, you have to unlock each piece. You have to go and like, okay, you have to pay. Okay, I'm I'm paying these plans, the salvage data to unlock a wall piece that's like a square, and I'm paying on this salvage data to unlock a wall piece that's a like a rectangle, and this one's a circle, and this one's a triangle, or. You just click on the button for the mod and say, "I want them all." And 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 Hello Game says, "Yeah, okay. Who cares? Have whatever you like. You you paid the money for the game. Do whatever makes you smile and giggle." Uh, Tweak, you're up. Or yeah, Tweet, you're up.
5: Well, I gotta say the mods sound cool, but I'm pretty sure they're not available to us on console. That said, it's still it. it you can make it a grind, but it's really not it's not compared to elite dangerous anyways i mean like you said that salvage data to unlock all the building materials you go to a few planets and you search out all the berry technology you have fun mining all the different things you find along the way and exploring and identifying creatures and stuff and before you know it you have it all unlocked anyways Mm -hmm. what i find i'm really enjoying with no man's sky is unlike elite where i felt the need to grind and get as to, to become as good as I could get to, 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 to get all my engineers done so I can compete with PVP to do all that kind of stuff. And I believe I will feel in Star Citizen where I want to be adequate at flying and combat and all that kind of stuff. No Man's Sky is the game where I can just go to and chill. I can find a cool planet and just wander around, hide from the storms, find cool creatures, weird-looking plants, get sucked in by a weird worm underwater it's just a game you can lose yourself in for a few hours and then chill out relax turn it off and go back to it whenever you feel like you need to or want to it's it's a cool game in that way it is oddly serene when you're playing that game wandering around planets
1: dude you can i last weekend people might notice that we did not have a elite week highlight clip that played on Saturday because I have to do the editing and do all this stuff and I was like I'm just going to play No Man's Sky for a little bit uh, and I started that <laughs> Saturday afternoon I shit you not I came out at one point I was like I need a drink and I need to pee I opened the door to my office where my office is kept in, in my house is kept like like the, the shades are drawn and whatever uh, I opened the door and I looked outside and the sun was out and I was like <laughs> <laughs> there's no way it's I, I literally was confused for a minute. Cause I was like, no, it's later than this. It's gotta be like 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night. Right? Like there's no way the sun should be out. What's going on. And then that was the first time that I looked at my phone at the time. And I saw that it was 8. AM the next day. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun game. Uh, chig hop in on this. <laughs>
6: okay. I I haven't played Nomansky, Nomansky, whatever we want to call it. Um, So as you were going through this intro, I was, you know, picking through what you were saying. And I'm like, I'm going to discuss this. Let's talk intelligently. And, and, you know, fun, fun, subjective. I I was going to go down that road. And then you mentioned drunk Christina Hendricks and (laughs) wanting to have fun, do whatever we want. My brain went blank. I love the fact you can mod this game. Please mod that into this game, especially in VR, and I will play this till the end of time. Uh, I got nothing else, man. That could be the forever game.
1: Fair fair enough. Uh, Christina, uh, all due respect. And Christina's husband, all due respect. My bad. Uh, All right. Uh, Yeah. That takes us to. Where is the little button? Here it is. real life science roy take it away
4: yeah so the first uh the first story we got is uh, a great video from astrum uh, how ripples on titan's lakes shocked nasa so here's the gist saturn's moon titan much smaller than earth lower gravity composed of layers of ice and a submerged ocean Uh, on the top of the surface though lakes of methane have been observed titan is the only other body in the solar system that can support liquid on its surface titan if you didn't know has a methane cycle somewhat like earth's water cycle so there's clouds there's rain except it's methane so the surprise is that the large waves they expected large waves to be found on these lakes that they could see um, because of the low gravity but instead they have almost mirror-like surfaces with waves approximately one millimeter in height so that's weird um so they've got theories one theory is there's this layer of aerosol blanketing the lakes keeping them calm they've noticed the lakes are seasonal appearing and disappearing in the north and south of the planet depending on whether it's summer or winter and then the other weird thing is um these lakes don't have like shallow gradual shores around them they have these very tall rims and and uh This is suggested by the fact that they were formed by explosion craters. I didn't know this was a thing. Explosion craters are where you have things like nitrogen building up in pockets of the surface in the distant past. And then the surface gets warmed up and suddenly the surface explodes. So it's like a reverse crater. This isn't from a meteor striking the planet. This is literally a pocket of something exploding out of the underground and then the methane rains and falls into that pocket. So that's a thing. Check it out. We've got the link in the show notes.
1: Fantastic. Wolf, tell me a little bit about Scott Manley video that came out this week.
2: Yeah, Scott Manley released uh, a 15-minute video in three parts um, titled Branson and Bezos Raced Space, but just Final Passengers, an amazing choice. Uh, the first part, uh, we got to give huge congrats to Virgin or- Uh Uh, Okay,
1: all right, Wolf, you're roboting hard, brother. Uh, Tweet, take over. Hello.
5: Tweet, you're muted. Everybody drink. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Give me just a second to catch up to where you are here. (laughs) No
1: worries.
5: (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. He hasn't roboted in quite a while.
1: I'll take it. So... Right off the bat, uh, c- huge congrats to Virgin Orbit, which is the sister company of Virgin Galactic. They launched uh, four Cube Stats, uh that was streamed live this week. Uh, they dropped it from Cosmic Girl, which is a refor- refurbished 747. Uh, they had some small issues on launch, but it was a successful deployment, and they got a Reignite uh, up in orbit, so that was fantastic. In addition to that... We got the story of Mary Wallace Funk, a.k.a. Wally Funk, she of the Mercury 13 fame. Now, for those of you who don't know uh, what Mercury 13 was, the flight doctor for who did the Mercury 7 astronauts, he wanted to see, uh, just for science, he said, like, let's test men and women both. It just seems logical to see what you know, what the differences are, and what have you on fitness to be an astronaut in the Mercury program. So, they put together the Mercury 13, which were 13 women that were pilots and were. Uh, do not distract me with that, Chig. Jesus Christ, uh, were were capable <laughs> to, uh, Got it. to 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 uh, you know do the the uh, the. the The program. All right. Uh, So one of those was Wally Funk, Mary Wallace Wally Funk. Uh, Wally, she not only was the only woman to completely uh, ace every section of the test, but she also scored higher than several of the Mercury 7 male astronauts. They still would not qualify her to fly and NASA started to get more and more sort of hostile towards the whole idea of this program and wouldn't let them use the facilities, wouldn't let them this, wouldn't let them that to the point where somebody actually even complained. It went to the white house and Lyndon Johnson wrote a memo saying, let's stop this now. Like just nope. They weren't going to let her do it. Well, All of that was super, super shitty uh, because back in the day they said you couldn't be a real astronaut unless you were a jet pilot. And jet pilots were only uh, sort of accessible or or, or it was a career path that was only available to men in the military. So Wally Funk uh, was denied her opportunity to be a part of the space uh, program, etc. And guess what's happening now? <sighs> Wally Funk, along with another unnamed passenger, Jeff Bezos, and his brother will be the four passengers on Blue Origin flight that will be taking off on July 20th. And when that happens, she will be the oldest person to fly into space at age 82. Um, she will be the most experienced pilot, uh, with 19,600 hours, flight hours in, in her logbook at that time. And, uh, many, uh, of those hours she spent as an instructor. Uh, she's worked with the FAA, the NTSB. She's been on several boards. She is one of the most accomplished pilots in the history of the world, regardless of, uh, 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 what what is that called? Regardless of your, your, uh, gender. Gender. Yeah, it was the, yeah, whatever. Um, she is absolutely amazing. And to go up at age 82 and make it into space. Finally, is just a beautiful thing. There is a a phenomenal video. I, I, I'm a huge Elon Musk fan and I I will admit to have taken a couple of dunks on Jeff Bezos on, on uh, behalf of being an Elon Musk fan, but for Jeff Bezos to reach out to her the way that he did and to mm. acknowledge her place in history with giving her the fourth seat on this flight is, to me, I think, uh, uh, just an immeasurable, uh, uh, wonder, immeasurably wonderful thing and uh, worthy of a huge, huge salute. So thank you, Jeff Bezos. Thank you, Wally Funk, for just being awesome. Thank you, Universe, for letting me live in a time when this is happening. July 20th, we're going to see Wally Funk make it into space. God bless you, you steely-eyed rocket woman. And she will be on board the New Shepard. Now, just for those of you who have not taken my previous recommendation of For All Mankind, as far as I'm concerned, Wally Funk is basically Molly Cobb IRL. Like, she's the real Molly Cobb. And, like... It's just so beautiful. This whole thing is just... The story is so beautiful. Virgin Galactic announced a couple hours after, because, you know, Branson and Bezos have to continue their dick measuring contest. Virgin Galactic said, Oh, yeah? You're going up on the 20th? I'll go up on the 11th. So, Unity 22, the first full-up flight uh, for Spaceship 2 with a full six-person flight crew, including... Richard Branson will be taking off on July the 11th. Uh so there's two different types of launches, you know, uh Blue Origin's launch is going to be a standard sort of big rocket and they're going to be flying up higher into uh orbit whereas uh the Virgin Galactic they are flying uh SpaceShip2 is a, a is a actual airplane slash space cr- ship that is Going into a suborbital flight uh, that is uh, going to be dropped from the wing of uh, a a plane, you know, designed for that. And it's going to take off and fly, you know, up into the suborbital space on its on its own. Yes. So. Super. Just the whole thing. Awesome stuff. You got literally two billionaires And one of the most accomplished pilots in the history of time who just happens to be uh, a woman that was robbed of her uh, chance to, to be in the history books way back when of the space days, but she's in now. So huge salute to everybody on that. And we also have a little Anton Petrov story. Hit it up.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just want to say that that is a phenomenal story. Uh, amazing. Um, but yeah, Anton Petrov this week um, made a video about new studies indicate there are um, some unexplainable underground lakes on Mars. And this was a theory that was first um, proposed in 2018 um, and we know from examples on Earth that um, deep um, um, subsurface radar can pick up bodies of water. They have a very distinct signature. Uh, There are areas on Mars uh, around the the South Pole and the Southern Hemisphere where there are these large bodies of water that have been detected, well, well, signatures that indicate large bodies of water have been detected by radar. Um, And there's currently no explanation for it, really, because um, in order for the water to, to be in a liquid state, it would need to be heated by something. And it's not believed that there is any volcanic activity at all in the southern hemisphere of Mars. Um, Obviously, Mars has very, very weak volcanic activity overall um, compared to Earth, for example. Um, But currently, there's no explanation for that. But obviously, if this is the case, if there are underground reservoirs of water on Mars, it would make future colonization of Mars much, much simpler because that is a a ready resource for humans to make use of. Um, But it is certainly a mystery at the moment
1: fantastic good stuff next up roy i think it's time for a roadmap to roy stories
4: yeah so uh good news um it's in production it's been in production for a few days and we're tentatively targeting next week for the first episode
1: fantastic i can't wait
4: yeah i'm super excited a lot of people put tons of effort into this and um I've been listening to the raw cuts and Monohive's doing his magic, and uh, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Super excited. And now, I'll just say this, though. I'll, I'll temper the projection with, uh, I want to respect the amount of work people put into this, so we're prioritizing quality. We're not going to rush this thing, but yes, we're, we're tentatively targeting next week.
1: You heard it here first. Roy said he's promising next week, and if it doesn't happen, you can firebomb his house. It's All on right.
4: the roadmap. It's on the roadmap for next week, I guarantee it. That, Full transparency. That's, uh, there we that's go. The, that's the quote.
1: Beautiful. All right. So a review of our discussion topics. For Elite Dangerous, it was adding in some global chat channels. For Star Citizen, it was sort of the um, awesomeness of transparency and why it's preferable, but also... That sort of the idea or the concept that we have a responsibility on the consumer side of that transparency, which is to be understanding of if you give us a thousand details, seven hundred of them are going to happen, and three hundred of them are going to get modified, and we just have to roll with that. We have to be big boys and girls, and and put on our big boy pants and let it happen. And then the third discussion topic, elite or uh, uh, Nomansky, which was just. They always choose fun. That's awesome. Uh, so those are our discussion topics. Get in touch with us with any, your your thoughts on any of those uh, community questions or or you can come up with something completely different if you want to, but you can reach us at the Elite Week Discord. Come and join us. And as soon as the closing song ends, we will all be in general chat for the after party. You come hang out with us have a few drinks have a few laughs let's see where it goes uh all right that takes us to state of the games we're going to change up how we do state of the game from now on it's not game it's games and it's not mandatory so i am going to skip rating elite dangerous and skip rating star citizen this week because i didn't put enough time into either of them to really have a strong impression this week it was all no man's sky for me and on a scale of one to ten i give it a 30 uh roy
4: (laughs) well i guess in likewise fashion i'm gonna give a score to star citizen because i haven't played the other two um i'm totally in the honeymoon period and loving it and leaning into it so yeah I'll, I'll say 30 as well. It's super fun. And uh, I'm, I'm just embracing this period. I know it might not last forever, but I'm totally enjoying it. Wolf. <sighs> I haven't played
2: Star Citizen yet. No Man's Sky is waiting in the wings. I've done some hours in Elite. And uh, I'm going to give Elite a 6 out of 10. Things that I've wanted to do worked as intended. My only complaint has been my swamp internet provider.
1: Tweet. Uh,
5: I tried to play elite. I really couldn't. So I'll give that a three out of 10. I got disconnected about every 10 minutes at night. It was ridiculous. But then I would play a different game and I wouldn't get disconnected ever. So I blame FDev on that one. Uh, Yeah, that was bad. So I'll give elite a three. No man's sky. I'll give a solid seven. It, It works all the time. It runs smooth. It looks good it's always fun. Star Citizen, I obviously haven't played it yet, but my excitement level is through the roof. I'd give that about a 20 right now for my excitement. Katie.
3: This week I've mostly been playing Star Citizen and I am in love with it. So, I would say 9 out of 10 just because there are a few niggles that come with it being an alpha that are unavoidable. Um, but I am again like roy said still in the honeymoon period with it really. Um so I I That could pass, but at the minute, I am in love
1: with the game. And rounding it out is our guest tonight, Chig.
6: Um, I will give a rating of one Christina Hendricks to whatever you want to give
1: it to. (laughs) Uh, I would want to give it to Christina. Uh, Never mind. Uh, All right. So we're going to round out and say goodnight to the beautiful people. We're going to start with Tweaked.
5: I'll say shazna, nanu, nanu, folks. See you in the verse in a few weeks, and I'll see you in the galaxy when I can, uh, well, make it work.
1: All right. I'm going to say goodnight, all you beautiful people. Be excellent to each other, and find your happiness where you may. Do not shit on Elite. Do not shit on Star Citizen. Do not shit on No Man's Sky. Uh, I'm not saying, like, oh, you don't have a right to or whatever. have whatever feelings you have, but I'm just saying, it's sort of a waste of your time to be miserable. Just move on to play something else right now, have fun, and come back. It'll be there and maybe it'll be good. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Whatever. Chig. Um, uh, thanks for
6: having me. Uh it was it was a good time. Uh, come visit us at Loose Screws if you yeah you feel the need. Um i yeah like you said just you know have your own fun don't worry about other people's funds we're all freaking nerds and everybody finds fun in these awesome space games we're playing so just enjoy what you want to enjoy and i don't know stay cheesy everybody
1: right on
3: katie um so good night everybody it's been amazing to join the elite Week team um i had such a great time for my first show on the team And I'll look forward to chatting to anyone who is in the after party in uh, the Elite
1: Week Discord coming up soon. Absolutely. Tune in next week when the show will be named Katie Week. Uh... (laughs) Actually,
6: it's Elite Katie. (laughs) Yeah, there you go.
4: (laughs) Oh, much better. Uh,
1: Star Casual Citizen Dangerously. Well said. And we (laughs) left for last my man Wolf because he's going to close it out with a special toast. You do it to it, Wolf.
2: To the chaos from the shadows, to the riders in black, mercenaries to a cause, the passenger's screams, the traitor's delight, and the hunt for truth within
1: the expanse. To the wheel. To the wheel. Good night, folks. We'll see you in the Elite Week uh, after party in general. Well, I hope that you've been here. Ha-
7: the time of your life. Just remember You gotta always think twice. Oh. You I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. But there was something so special about that day. And your emotions had a let go So much space yeah, yeah. And when you're out there Without a care Yeah, I was out of touch Since I was little, ever since I was little, it looked like